Hey everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best hour in reality television, recapping shows like Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celebrity shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia. Welcome everybody back to season two. Yes. Uh, I feel like I just want to say right off the bat, I feel like I'm going to be yelling a lot this episode, like angrily about a lot of things that happen. Well, this season seems to really be going off a lot more just because this from the get-go. It's season two. Everyone knows what the show is about now. They kind of want to make I a name know. for themselves. They truly found some characters, but like in kind of the worst way. So I guess just with our regular housekeeping, rate, review, subscribe, tell friends who don't suck. Uh, you can watch along with us on Hulu or our personal recommendation, 2BTV.com. I think they heard us because I did not get many advertisements. This I know time. it's they like it turned out changed. so much better this week. Yeah. So, I mean, and they were pretty like low key ads. They were just for Autism Speaks, which isn't necessarily I had the same ones. Yes. I was going to say that's apparently, according to the autism community, a problematic organization, but that's not really my place to speculate on. On a much better and lighter note. <laughs> What a terrible segue. I am so sorry. We have with us this week, very special guest, the co-founder of the Flawless Noise Media Network and host of Ratchet Ramblings and Gay Side Stories, Curtis, aka Trillificent. Hello. Hello, hello. In the building. Thanks for having me. No, oh my course. gosh. This is so exciting, especially because, um, well, I, I had been following you for a little bit. I know you had done, I was kind of following these podcasts. And I figured when I launched this podcast, uh, who better to chime in on it, given the nature of what Ratchet Ramblings is about, which is predominantly uh, the current stream of VH1 reality shows. Right. Little Mm. did I realize (laughs) that you had never watched an episode of Flavor of Love before, correct? I have not. (laughs) (laughs) This is all real-time reacting. Oh my gosh. Nice. So uh just some top line things like what did you uh what did you think? Um it's a whole lot of trash in the <laughs> <laughs> That is the best way to describe it. Yeah, especially this season in particular. It's it's a lot of problematicness too i mean it ended up being more relevant also too because in terms of like gay side stories and related to like lgbtq issues Mm -hmm. i was gonna say this episode was not necessarily as much gay panic as still there though still certainly there yeah (laughs) just not as much uh it's like the theme of season two almost yeah it was cringy at best so i can definitely and you know what's funny about that is seeing Shay Johnson. Yes. So many years ago, because this is what two thousand and six. Two thousand and six. Yes. Yeah. So seeing her in two thousand six just be wild problematic, mm-hmm. and now she's on Love and Hip Hop Miami still being trash. So it's like I mean, you know, <laughs> some things don't change. Yeah. <laughs> some people. Some people never learn. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you notice anything kind of with? the styles of how vh1 films and stuff like obviously we all know reality television has come a long way but like do you notice any like similarities even or it doesn't seem that much more i don't know Um, big of a change it definitely feels more authentic than what we get now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I, i feel like they got more authentic reactions there wasn't as much posturing and trying to present such a great image like they were just literally being themselves or who they've 
pretended to be for so long that they may not actually remember who they really are. Mm. We looking at you. <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> Buckwild. That's Miss Buckwild. You, Buckwild. Mm. I got questions, just like homegirl. <laughs> we got <laughs> questions. But anyway, oh I think God. it's the feel. It feels a lot more authentic than now. Like the picture quality is better, but is the content better? Mm, right. Usually, no. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they definitely do a lot more casting for characters. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's so much as yeah back then because now it's more so. It doesn't matter who they are; they're going to make themselves a character so that they can stay on the show exactly mm. totally and i mean i feel like you see some of that transition whereas like well you didn't you didn't get to watch season one i highly recommend <laughs> just for um, like history and context sake <laughs> i watched some of it and then i listened to a couple of the sh- your shows from it mm-hmm. and like so that was my first thing when i watched it i was like okay so this is definitely different like now it's more game playing like that first season was like all hell was just laid out on the table (laughs) and it was what it was and now i think even them i want so do you guys think some of that was written into the show because i thought it was very interesting that he comes and he has like this mole and all of these different type of things now so i'm wondering is some of that kind of like okay we're gonna production that's what we think this is a lot of production yeah i'm feeling a lot of producer intervention so far this season i wanted to make sure it wasn't just me because i was like no 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 no, not at all i mean even down to like even down to like well we'll get into it but like you know something leaving her clock at the door i was kind of like all right it's a little on the note. And plus, there's well, there's something that happens during the course of this episode episode that I found kind of problematic. But well, I mean a lot of things, but like one thing specifically that was very clear production choice that felt like a setup, but a setup to fail. But we'll we'll get into it. I don't know. I, I feel like it's obviously not as bad as modern reality shows are, but it no. was definitely they wanted to they looked at season one and said, Wow, we had great ratings this is awesome people are definitely watching this but what we need to do is kind of switch it up a little bit and have some controlled situations they found so many people who had actively been watching the show and like like there were a lot of references to the first season oh yeah so far this season i would like to know go ahead sorry sorry i feel like maybe the production intervention came into play because the cast is not as good as the first season That's they have some characters for sure but just i don't know there was they don't have a new york basically That's, you know what yes. I mean? right yes i think they definitely realized right away that well well you have someone who is trying to be new, you kind have a of couple new york. people who are trying to be new york yeah. honestly but i think one of them is clearly trying to do it a little bit more than the others. But I think that, I don't know. Like I, I think that they probably thought, Oh, we got a lot of batshit people not realizing that they're, they're crazy. Wasn't as funny as much as it was on the show. Well, it's more mean spirited this time around. That's true too. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like it was a lot more mean spirited this time around. Whereas like, you know, some of it was a lot of obviously problematic back and forth in season one, but it was funny. Like the barbs were just funnier, you know, especially, well, that's true. It all comes back to New York. Really. I wonder how many people applied for season one compared to season two. 
Like, I wonder if they have those numbers. Well, season one, I think, was a lot more actual casting. Like, they said they went to the the people who had written into the show, written into VH1, and were like, oh, I love the show, I love Flav, whatever. Mm-hmm. They were actually casting women in, like, nightclubs for a dating show. You know, like, this is a lot more like, hi, would you like to be on VH1's powerhouse Flavor of Love? Like, this, is, this show's famous now. Yeah. You know? yeah. And plus, considering it was filmed within three months i would say of the other one ending is that what it was it was it was within it was around three months yeah wow it was like very quick turnaround damn flayed the desperation jumping out oh my (laughs) god he went full what what sign did we say he's a pisces right i think he went full Piscean, like emotional either that or vh1 was like hey we want to you know strike the arm it's hot right now we want to keep this going i mean i just was surprised at the speed the quickness Oh, I geez. think the speed is why the cast is not as good. They didn't that... have as much time to vet and find someone that no, because there. I think there's always a, a certain element, like they 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 coach them no matter what the show is. I'm mm-hmm. sure, yeah, and yeah. Then, because you know the right prodding will get you the results that you need without you having to micromanage it, right? But I don't think that they have that star on this season like they did. Because I mean, there were a couple of standouts from the last season. And yeah. this season, there are standouts, but is are they it's a very different standing, reason? Are they iconic? No, you know what no, I mean. Not at all. Um, yeah, you're not seeing legendary reality TV being made right in front of your eyes, like with the first season. Oh, totally not. Absolutely not. Like so I they, think they definitely stepped up their production cookies. And like, what's funny too is like, really, again, it doesn't really start to get iconic in terms of like lines and moments until new york comes around again spoiler alert yes <laughs> she's back <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert she's back my tubi um, is ready <laughs> oh my gosh yes <laughs> and also note, very guess... excited side note that they throw in the cursing on tubi i know for the season yes. it everything and i love it i'm so here for it because I started while I had to, like, there were a couple lines that I was confused about when I was taking notes. So I went back to Hulu to watch it, like, with subtitles. And I was like, wow, like, having the cursing makes a huge difference <laughs> in the show watching experience. I don't yeah. know why. Even, and it's not even just, like, we've said before, like, Flav and, like, some other people. Like, I don't know why, like, something's cursing, like, really think, had me It shows laughing. their personalities a little more. Yeah. To me, you feel the emotion a little more strongly. Well. Oh, Jesus. Ready to get this rolling? All right, let's get this going. Let's get this fucking disaster of an episode. Not not the episode we're recording. The episode episode that we're recapping. Get ready Uh, for the madness. Yeah. That is episode two of season two, Flav is Blind. And uh, the show starts off in the morning where last night some nasty shit went down Uh, in Flav's crib. Okay, first of all, Flav, one, sleeping in the house. Two, just staring up at the ceiling like a fucking creep. I wonder if he was just thinking about the fact that someone pooped in his house. I would be. Um, so I'm sorry. I, yes. I just <clears throat> let me put my ratchet ramblings hat on for just a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. Something, baby. <laughs> what grown woman? You are a grown titty woman. <laughs> and you sat there, not only in front of a whole house a whole mansion <laughs> a rented mansion but a mansion nonetheless yes yes full of people full of rivals full of a man that you allegedly are trying to win the heart of production crew everything and you said you know what i'm gonna do 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 
I so we asked this of our last guest. I feel like this is going to have to be something we ask of every guest. And I mean, I just like don't. Have you ever had a situation as an adult where you didn't feel like you were in control of your ability to shit? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just, it's a very personal question, but it's also like, she's really trying to be like, it happens to everybody. And it has never happened to me. Knock on wood. It happens to everybody in the bathroom. Like, Like, okay, I get it. So my question is, what were you like, girl, were you eating Taco Bell? What is going on? Like, you didn't have a warning period. Usually your body is like, hey, boo. Um, we got yeah, you gotta go right. Like we need to pass this, so you need to pass your ass to the bathroom. And you mm-hmm. said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna stand here in my dress. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to shit on myself I... rather than take excuse myself during the scene. <laughs> I'm just like, and then I'm just wondering, like, were you not wearing panties? Were they? Were you wearing a g-string? <laughs> how did this shit get out of the? How much were you shitting? I have and it followed you. You had a trail. You were trying to hide it. Like I, if you you if you were that big and bold, you would have just been like, I got a shit. And you would have left. You shit on yourself on TV. Girl, I know your grandma was upset. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was like a solid turn. That's I feel like it has to be. I feel like they would have talked about the fact that like it was when diarrhea. She squatted was down. Diarrhea. She must have like done it, grabbed it quick. Yeah. And like ran up the stairs and maybe like dropped it by accident. Though. I oh, think it think was more twice? liquid. I oh. feel like I feel like people would have ca- called it diarrhea if it was diarrhea. I feel like it was not quite solid because they said it was all on the stairs. So that means it had to have active leakage. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that's true. For her, you know, because oh, no. she left, she left a, a a breadcrumb trail. Oh, no. <laughs> she left a poop trail. Oh, all the way. Can you? I just can't imagine. Like, and I'm not a senior citizen, and I'm not a toddler. I'm just gonna squat down in the middle of everything and shit on the floor, girl. I, and the thing was too, because the only other time I've heard of adult, I've heard of adults shitting themselves, like healthy adults shitting themselves in two situations. One where you have like a stomach thing out of nowhere and it literally, you have no access to a bathroom. You literally See, can't, whatever. That's the key. The or no the, the other bathroom. time I've heard it happening is when somebody was like blackout drunk. She was, as far as we can see, neither of those things. She did, okay. not, she did not try to defend herself and claim either of those things. She was like, that's just what happens sometimes. And it's like, is it though? Because I'm like, okay, does she have like ulcerated colitis? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's true. Maybe she's like, she's got some right. Maybe we are right. I think we I give her no more because she she didn't give a fuck. She was like, well, I ain't going home, so yes, bitch, I shit. No, girl, no. I, that is I, not I, something to be proud of. Your wig is already bad enough. Now oh you're shitting god, on the floor wig. too. Oh my god, you the wig your is face slap, girl. I cannot believe you. Did. I'm sorry. I need to find hey. out how old she is because I mean a lot of these women are the youngest. She's too one old is, to be shitting herself. I mean, That's certainly. I mean. But Absolutely. Like, I mean, obviously the youngest is boots at 21. Ugh. I ugh. why would you okay? Okay. We know. It's the word. But I I'm just why would you why did you do that, Sharon? Why did you do that? I, she, she really. Just... I cannot believe that. And and the thing is, what's what's, I want to say funny, but just 
it's funny but also concerning is like over the course of the episode watching her like lean into being the girl who shit on the floor of all the things to be proud of uh, she and she is increasingly more and more proud as each talking head appears like that's the she's owning it she, almost, she shouldn't she shouldn't she own shouldn't. it she should have i'm with buck well to jump ahead a little bit i'm with buck wild where it's like i would have just left yeah I I was, left. I, yeah that was literally my note like she bold for staying but then i have questions on the other side of the coin how bad do you want to fuck this girl, Flavor Flavor? <laughs> you let her stay in this house. How can she shit on the floor? Like, I get now you know the raw. You've peeled back all the layers. Now that she done shit, you can roll up on her when she in the shower. And she I, don't feel bashful about you um, seeing her body. We... Well, <laughs> let's, let's put a pin in that. that I, I was yeah. going to say, let's put a pin in that. But also, you're absolutely, you're absolutely fucking right. And she... Oh my god, that's such a good point. Like, Flav, that, like, and that I, was the only thing I could come up with because I, I don't see any other reason why you would let somebody who shit on your floor, who didn't have the common decency to tell somebody, "Hey, I need to take a step back," and I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, somebody that literally in your presence, because me being dramatic, I would have been like, "Girl, I can't take you nowhere. What, what, what are we gonna go to?" A, 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 we're gonna go to a, a party with Jay Z and you're gonna shit on the floor there. You... I mean, that's right. <laughs> I feel like, like right. once a if shitter, always is... a shitter. I just... <laughs> that's such a good point. You literally couldn't take her to a function because you would run the risk of this happening again or something of this nature. I mean, granted, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking for myself. We've all probably gotten a little too drunk and puked in a place we probably shouldn't have. Oh, yeah, been there. But like, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. I have to. Shitting is a different animal. Yeah, okay. I was hoping you were going to get there. Oh, no, shitting is a different animal. We're talking about, listen, getting drunk and and passing out, throwing up. If you get drunk, that's almost expected, depending on the environment. There is literally nowhere that you are going where anybody is expecting you to shit on the floor. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, I like to say, too, that when you you don't really like a true relationship test is when you are able to be like sick in front of the person you know like we're talking like like curled up on the floor you know like violently ill you're literally at your worst literally at your most vulnerable and that person like can tough it out with you and they're a good sport like we've been there right that's how i said like that's how i tell people like that's how you find the one the person who's really nice when you're sick i don't know if i could I don't know if somebody, if somebody shit when I first met them. I like, was going to say. Uh, I, know, I know that you keep getting very concerned about where I'm going with these stories. Just know that it all comes back to. I swear I did not. No, neither of us have ever, like, pooped I mean, somewhere that's... we didn't mean to. Like, I, I can't imagine a scenario where that would be. I want to keep knocking on wood because now yeah. I'm afraid one of these days I'm going to. That's get where it's like, all right, the Uber's already on its way. I'll see you later. And like an Uber, like, oh my God. My thing with that, though, is everything that you're saying, absolutely 100%, but that's earned. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's definitely you, not first. No, that's like a dis or like a first dismissal. Like, I've, I've stopped talking to people for less. Flavor Flav <laughs> has much better energy than me because I'm petty. I would have left some dependent. Is that petty and is that better? <laughs> no what i oh, would have yeah, done yeah. was petty because i would have put some depends like she left her clock in front of my door i would have left some depends outside of the oh, shower no! <laughs> <laughs> i mean he did let 
let her have it. So, I mean, she, and she took it like, I guess that's ultimately like, I guess he, it all comes down to being a test of like, not only did she do it and stood her ground, but she also like took a lot of ribbing, not just from him, but from the other women. It was the whole talk of the morning. I mean, I mean how could it not be? How could it not be? I remember one time, one of my sorority sisters got drunk, blacked out, opened up the refrigerator and peed in the refrigerator. If I am telling you that for the rest of the semester, every chapter meeting closed with, I'm sorry, how exactly did she get into, like, how did she pee into the refrigerator with a vagina like how did that ha- like every chapter meeting for the rest of the semester ended that way and this is like it's the same thing it's that same energy where it's just like how the fuck do you poop yourself as a grown adult i don't know again uh, you were in a mansion there were bathrooms everywhere there's no excuse there's not i, I bet there was one on that floor too. you could have you could have just backed out me. that's oh please like <laughs> i get it you in the middle of of filming a scene but Listen, Mother Who Nature, backed you, can't, out? you can't put Mother Nature on hold. She don't do call waiting. She don't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Mother Nature doesn't do I, call waiting. That's funny. Just two quick notes about Flav before besides we move being forward. Ugly. Oh, he is not. Right, besides. I'm sorry. Disgusting. <laughs> just repulsive. He's very um, bad looking. He seems like a nice guy, though. Uh, well, that you don't want to be around for too long. He also has a domestic violence record. Oh, and <laughs> like I, I know yeah. we came into that. We came into a lot the of season. Stuff. We came into last season going the same way. Like, oh my god, he's like kind of fun and like whatever. And then progressively, he gets a little bit more sinister. You know <laughs> what? Now that you say that, because I, I was like, okay, he seems like a nice guy. Emphasis on seems. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm looking at him and I'm like, I wonder if this is one of those flower power makeover type things because you did some fuck shit. Yeah. Well, so that's what's been interesting watching this whole season is his contingency for being on uh, Surreal Life was that he had to be sober because he had just gotten out of jail for, I think it was for the domestic violence thing, but it could have been a drug related charge, something. He had had issues, was like sleeping on a friend's couch in LA, just hard times. They cast him in the Surreal Life and they were like, listen, you need to get your act together. What they meant in terms of sober is unclear because we see him last season smoking a blunt and he's had his fair share of champagne, whatever. This season, he seems off the rails fucking He can do whatever he wants, it seems. He's definitely out of his mind. But I just want to point out two quick things about Flav uh, before we move forward. He has executive, no, sorry, regular producer credits now on this season. So that's good for him. I guess he's making residuals off us watching this. And um, can we talk about the fact that he is, um, during his talking heads for these early scenes, eating what I believe is, well, he's eating fried chicken at some point later on. He is at least what looked like a fried chicken breast or some kind of pastry. It looked like during- a chicken breast to me, too. I was yeah. gonna say, well, because it at one point he broke off and it like came off from the corner in a way that looked not Flaky like where crusty. a bone is, like where a yeah. bone would be. But either way, that's 
He was doing a lot. He he ate a whole chicken dinner. So I'm like, how many takes was this? Because he didn't eat every piece of the bread. He had the whole, at one point, he has the fucking styrofoam to go tray (laughs) in his hand, in one hand, and a chicken wing in the other whole, I mean, a chicken leg in the other. They probably have him recording all these, though, like. They could be like, yo, you got to come in for like two hours. You got to do this post-production I'm stuff. And sure he's like, yo, as long do. as you give me food, I'm there. I'm sure they and do. It, I it cannot shows, believe they're showing him It's eating. more of his personality for the show, too. So I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's also Although, just like, again, pre-Obama era. Like, why were you eating fried chicken? On yeah, no, that's true, too. <laughs> We've, I wasn't, my concern was him eating KFC on <laughs> on TV. I, I love this. All, no blurred out KFC logo either. So I, I want to like know if they were all the fried chickens. KFC? That's very good. I mean, I we was are Popeyes East Coast. Around then? Was Popeyes around then? I don't know if it was around in LA. When oh, this well, filming. in LA. I mean, granted, we are we are East Coast. We don't know what the LA fried chicken options yeah. are, but I am confident that there are better options than you're right. You're, there are better options than KFC. Like, I know like, East Coast, at least, because, like, Little Nicky, I know the whole thing was, like, Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. I don't know. I don't know if I have a preference. Was it I an can't... East Coast thing? If, I mean, Louisiana. I, I, I mean, at the very least, I'm sure there was, like, a local spot. Yeah, so there's going to be something. Chicken, like, KFC, come on. That's this a, that's this is why Google exists for us. He also <laughs> seems like the kind of person who's, like, such a creature of habit that, like, even with better local options, he would just still go for KFC. Oh, is it one of those things like, yeah, I'm still real. Yeah, I've been famous for a long time, but I'm still real. I eat KFC. You know how, like, when Fergie was like, oh, you know, I go to Taco Bell, Raw's Hell. And like, right. yeah, I mean, you're going to be like something after eating Taco Bell, which right. I don't judge because every now and then I will indulge in, you know, just a, a smidge hey. of Taco Bell. I mean, same with White Castle. So no judgment here. But like, well, okay, in last season, <laughs> last season, last season, he took a girl to Red Lobster. So he's real, like he's trying to keep know. trying to keep these women humble. I guess I'm trying I guess to find it good. So I guess right. Well, I'm sorry, I guess she fucked him good, so he took her to Red Lobster. Right. I mean, that's well, in October of 2017, there was a restaurant that was reheating Popeye's chicken I and serving it as their that. own. Oh, oh my god because they, they were like oh well we don't have a full kitchen so da, da, da. i'm like so why do you have fried chicken on your menu if you can't make it in the- <laughs> it's so easy to not have fried oh, chicken on awesome. your menu if you can't make it so yes let's get this as going. we were talking about like the women are the women are uh, tittering around the house about uh the events tittering. last night i don't know that was just the first thing that came to my fucking mind <laughs> crazy says uh she thinks that Something must have sharded, but she feels bad for her because it is embarrassing and disgusting. They then cut to an exterior shot of the house, and all you can hear is technically our first and only iconic line of the week. I guess I apologize for having it this early, but this was not a this was an interesting episode, but not a iconic line worthy really episode. But all that to say, the iconic line of this week is Yes, I shit it. Oh Jesus. That girl. Pretty much every iconic line this week is pretty much about her and pooping. Yeah, we talk a lot. Like, it (laughs) it keeps coming back. She says it fell out on its own. So now the poop is sentient? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, girl. Sure, Jane. Literally, my least favorite person, Spunky, who I think I hate more than I've, 
Like literally, I think she's now in my top reality TV villains. I might hate her more. I don't know about TV, but with flavor of love, I always hated Hottie, like with a passion. I might hate her Spunky more. Oh, I confidently hate Spunky more. She's the worst because she's the worst of all the things that we hated about the other contestants. I mean, at least at least Hottie believed her own shit. That's true. And like Red Oyster had a reason for being kind of sneaky, going behind people's backs. And New York was funny when she was mean, when she hated all the other girls. And she had many great lines. I know. Spunky's just a fucking dick. Spunky says it's karma for like sticking her finger. That was annoying too. Like getting in her face and she starts like pointing at her and shit in the morning. It's kind of, I gotta stop saying shit because all we've talked about so far was We've literally talked about poop. But uh, so much. But then, yeah, it ends up that something's clock is in front of Flav's door. He opens it, sees it, goes, "What's this?" You know, goes over. And I thought I was a little uncomfortable watching this, I guess. But he walks over, says, "Where is she?" Oh, like, oh was- she's in the shower. And he literally walks up to a glass shower you can see through, and just starts right up to it and is and talking just, to her. They're having a fucking conversation yeah. while she's in the shower. And this is day two. This is day. This is uh not even a full day. I guess this is technically like within twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. that was very day. very strange and weird to me. Um, but I don't know. Looking well, at it all, from all angles, like I guess Flav was like, "Well, at least I know she washed her legs." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like I mean, it just is so like it's like really. I mean, I guess it's it's like a weird. I feel like consent issues of consent very subtly come out come up a couple times throughout the episode. This was one of them where I guess it kind of came across to me where he felt like you know these women are here to date me. Why shouldn't I be able to just go up to one while she's in the shower? I mean, I, I guess kind of watching it that's is what I kind of thought. Like he kind of. I don't want to say that he thinks of them as like his possessions, but I mean he does call them he does call them bodies. Yeah. Um. Side note. Also, before before we I mean before we continue, I just want to point out too that uh, something while she's like going back and forth with Spunky has um four brunch plates on her bed. One of them has three bagels, and two of them have two breakfast sandwiches. How the hell do you notice these things? I just (laughs) happen to see it. I just well I just I'm and not that I'm judging her for eating so much that's not it I'm I'm strictly saying that because clearly she has stomach issues so I'm just concerned well she's clearly got room now I mean <laughs> maybe she was hungry yes. but then did you notice before you know he does this whole thing you know cracks the shit a joke did you notice there's like five other girls in the bathroom I mean, as that, well that's less weird to me because if you like being a woman who went to college and having to share a common bathroom yeah like that isn't as that isn't as weird to me as you know him just strolling in being like this is where we're going to have the conversation about you pooping yourself last night (laughs) um also i had to laugh that beautiful who i i misspelled her name last week when i said it out loud it is actually spelled worse that I originally gave him credit for. It's B-E-A-T-U-F-U-L. Beautiful. B beautiful. Beautiful calls uh calls something. I be too full and I poop myself. <laughs> no. She says <laughs> please stop. Uh she calls her uh which is peak two thousands, boo-boo sparks. 
I don't know if I caught that. Like Bubba Sparks. I know it? him. Yeah. Collie uh, Park, Bubba Sparks. Yes. Buddha, 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 rocking everywhere. Uh, that whole thing gave me production more than anything, if we're going to be honest. What? That it, line? or No, the him, the whole bathroom scene. Like, I, I don't feel like that was just out of nowhere and no one was prepared for him to do that. I mean, I guess, like, I guess there's a certain, I mean, I guess because he's being followed by a whole bunch of cameras. Like, they, So you think producers left the clock outside his door? I kind of think that. Yeah. I think that she probably, like, it was probably her and the producers together because unless they made her say, you know, I felt like I don't know if I'm going home. You know, because her little talking at side interview, she said like, "Oh, I she, wasn't really she sure." She takes credit for it, yeah. But when she's in the shower, it doesn't seem like she did it. I am not really sure. Which maybe does kind of lead to the production thing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so the ladies are all sitting outside. Big Rick comes and brings them a flavorgram, which I thought was interesting. That Buckwild yells, "Oh, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be Hottie's chicken." I thought that was hilarious. Which I. I I don't like self-referential type stuff. Like I would prefer to act like these women had no like no knowledge of the show prior, but either way, Spunky, the world's fucking worst person, said Big Rick brought the flavorgram to me because he knows I'm the most intelligent person and I'm able to read it. I'm pretty sure all of these women can fucking read. Yeah, she was trying it the whole the yeah, whole I mean, the whole time she was on the show. To be quite honest, yes, but absolutely. all of that sashing and oh, I'm the only one that's literate. Girl, shut up, shut <laughs> shut the entire fuck. Like honestly, shut the entire fuck up. Like, and she says that she believed it was fate, which also kind of gave me New York vibes. How New York was doing that whole like, I love him and we're meant to be together. It's amazing that we could say like, oh my god, New York comes across so much more genuine in her feelings for Flame. I was gonna make a comparison with her in new york with how she goes uh i think it was during the mexico trip towards the end of season one and she goes like oh he always does these things for me yeah and i was like oh like i feel like spunky was looking at that and kind of turning it into her own yeah Uh, i was gonna crack it i was gonna make they should have called her skunky because she stinks oh please (laughs) uh um big rick is kind of lingering there and he gives them a menu and says they have to pick out what they think Flav would like to eat. At this point, something ends up with the menu and which this was a very quick thing that like I just it kind of just made me feel sad that like one of the girls yells out poo poo platter and I'm like just leave this girl alone. Like wow. I don't know. I don't really like the bullying. I, I laughed know. a little. That made me holler. I'm sorry. I mean I, <laughs> laughed, I laughed, but oh, like I don't know. I just thought it was I, laughed. I don't know. I just feel I just feel like there's something a little bit like not you know like she's if, a little off if one of my friends shit on the floor ran and that's not even like in this situation it's competition it's not even friends which would make it even worse i feel like you would never let it down i mean yes yeah, certainly so uh, the way it's arranged is there are i guess uh because there are 14 women left there are 14 things yes. on the menu because big rick didn't explain it he didn't perfectly. explain it the women had to kind of sort it yeah. out which is not really great when you don't really have a brain trust in the first place basically how it works is there are 14 things on the menu and 14 women each one has to be has to pick a thing i think it's like the first couple pick out what they like and the rest of them ultimately kind of have to pick from what's left pretty much 
Um, but like that kind of like takes control. That, I don't understand who died and made her yeah. fucking. So first of all, she's screaming about couscous with beef tips. Like, like this is now her personal brand. Just screaming and doing the absolute most. She literally at one point even like points to her boobs and yells beef tips and, and her couscous. butt and goes couscous. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't know. It was fucking weird. But I thought it was weird that she was taking the lead and like in this situation for her to just take the menu and go, I'm going to go item by item, yell something, says who wants it? And then I, it might've been something that kind of spoke up. Yeah. It was like, we haven't even heard the other half of the menu. Like you can't just be yelling things and like people choose things. Yeah, it was. So this was part of what I thought was a little bit problematic ish where like they basically pick these like, you know, high-end restaurant dinner items i i personally kind of felt like it was to be like look how low class all these women are they don't even yeah. know what tartar yeah. is and yeah. it was like okay but like it just fucking i don't know it just felt very much like let's just laugh at these poor people yeah. it felt very know. elitist yes absolutely cool. Yeah. And then plus, like, it felt like bonus elitist because, like, you know, Flav's not fucking eating this shit either. Right. That's what's like fake elitist because, like, Flav is not even elitist like this. He don't know what right. that stuff is either. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I-, I was thinking too the way they should have sorted it out, and this is probably from like watching actual like competition reality shows where <laughs> things are better organized. Whereas, like, whoever got the clock first. Like from like a Ooh. in descending order, they should have had to have been able to pick out a menu item. See, that's so whoever a good got the first clock picks first, second clock picks second, and then like the final person just has whatever the fuck is. Oh, no, draw straws or play rock paper scissors. Like there's ways to do it. But I think that they just did all of this because they figured, all right, let's just give them an excuse to yell well, at each other. But big is this point where he says they only got a half hour though. Is that what it was? I don't know. I don't remember that. I know there's a half hour time limit on something, and I could have swore that it was this. Like they're like, "Oh shit, we got to get ready and get going." I also noticed that something yells at out at one point uh, that she wants the Angus ten- Angus tenderloin, which is a good choice for Flav. Side note: Spunky yells out, "What's tenderloin?" Which I feel like that's oh, that was her. Not that's to right. be Live like, not, I mean, like a lot of this stuff, fine. Like you might not be as familiar with it, but tenderloin, I feel like, is something you can get like. Beef tenderloin is just a common or tenderloin. Like if you've yeah. ever been to a butcher or a steakhouse or something, you know, like any steakhouse. Meat. Sizzler probably had a tenderloin at some point. But yeah, so all of this was so ultimately she she suggests that, but I she doesn't end up with it, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. I think bonus, it kind of like bonus led into like my sad feelings of bullying. He all the women are transported there via party bus. Uh, Great choice. The I don't have a lot of 2000s fashion corner this week, but I just want to point out that like that is in a pantsuit for some reason. <laughs> I it's I'm just unclear. her stop. Maybe she, you know she doesn't <laughs> she, want too she many flattering giving, things. She was definitely giving Ricky Lake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. No, she definitely oh. was like fully leading into. I don't know. Interview chic. I like interview or like she's either interview chic or her titties are all the way out. Like there is no in between for her. She's an all or nothing. It's a sexy interview character. I know. 
like the beginning of like a porn. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> there is liquor at a stripper pole. Oh, this was great though because I mean, well, there's two. Number one, Toasty. Toasty killed it. Yo, but it's the same. It reminds me of Smiley when she was dancing behind the silhouette. Yeah, or she was a silhouette behind the curtain. Like, I looked at that. and I'm like, all right. Like, I think she's got a history with something. And yeah. then speaking of something, Some we'll segue. Well, did no. something get stuck on the pole? Was she trying to like I spin so. or slide down? And, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, they did that record. And she was wearing all white. I know. You're going out to eat. That's dangerous. What you? Well, I mean, it would be dangerous for a person who, even for a person who didn't shit themselves the night before. <laughs> it's especially dangerous. That's how she proves it. I swear I didn't poop myself tonight. Look at me. Yeah. All white, clean. Uh, Here we go. So the date. Um, I just want to preface this by saying I spend a lot of this just yelling "Oh no" and "Oh my god." See, I thought it was a clever uh, date idea. The problem is, and the same goes with last season when he does things like this. You know, we Flav said he wants to blindfold himself this way he can really get to know the girls. The issue is most of them have pretty obvious voices or accents, like the way that they talk, that in a heartbeat I would know who it is, even though yeah. he's only really known them for a night. It's like, all right, I know how you speak. I know the words you say. And it's kind of given away with some of the girls, you know, as they go through. I There's no way you don't know Book Wow when she speaks. <laughs> exactly. That was so weird. That kind of felt well. I'm not sure who that might be, sir. Come on <laughs> I mean, especially too when well well we'll get back to it there's like something where i'm like this has to be produ producer intervention well we find out he's going to choose the three best and they get to go on a date with them yeah and then so he starts off with number one i mean this some of them go really quick but they start off with patience this fucking bitch i i've I, now started to hate we'll get through it in this episode oh i've hated I'm her since her i've hated her too. since the first episode so um I do not know what she, I, she has. So this whole thing was like, so her order was pork ribs, which she got a good one. And she actually, I as much as I can't fucking stand her, I have to give her props that she was like, what if I rub the sauce on my lips and you can taste it? Which I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, pretty seductive. Would be very romantic if it was somebody other than Flavor Flav. Like it would be a sexy thing if it was somebody other than Flavor Flav. And then he just is like, well, what if I don't like the sauce? Then it's I'm now associating you with that flavor. That's and I'm like, perfect response. Also yeah, good point. I have to agree. Touche. <laughs> that was my first thought when she said that. I was like, but what if it's nasty? <laughs> I feel like you can't go wrong. Like, poor, I don't know. I guess that's true. I feel like that's a tough thing to fuck yeah. up. Then we have, um, uh, who's it? Tiger. Second, tiger. And she gets, has a pudding meat. Uh, yeah, she, she gets foie gras. <laughs> oh, you have what it is? It's foie gras. Yeah. It's, what is foie gras? I don't know oh, what this geez. is. I was actually. I'm not fancy. To, I'm not. I, I know you're not fancy. Um, that's, that's, Sorry, SpongeBob reference. Uh, basically, it is a delicacy. It is like stuffed goose liver that's like set to. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. It's basically, it's it's stuffed and then left to sit for a couple days so like it absorbs whatever the stuffing is yeah kinda? okay i mean i've i've never had it yeah. i and what is it I've, called again foie gras so it's f-o-i-e-g-r-a-s okay foie gras like coup de gras that's, that's sure. a wrestling move sorry it's mm -hmm. also like a term but it's like the <laughs> yes well yes 
Finn Balor's. Uh, so she tastes wrestling it first. About a half hour under. So. Oh there yeah, here go. we go. Right, That's a wrestling reference. So uh, she she takes the bullet, tastes it first, and is uh, repulsed <laughs> by it. Uh, she describes it as kind of sweet uh a meat that's like pudding um he says he won't eat it and she's like well i'm sweet enough for you and uh she's like just and she does which is pretty smart she does a good little pivot and she's like just remember i took the i took this for you like i dealt with this for you and he appreciated that she didn't lead him astray poor something right exactly she played the game very fucking well she's really good at this (laughs) Well, 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 I we'll get to that. Yeah. No, but she, she's, I like, oh, I ended up liking her a lot more than I thought that I would. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, something, poor something who really wanted the Angus tenderloin ends up with Escargo and Flav says he's not eaten. No I don't eat snails. I, don't eat, I, don't, I mean, fair enough. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm hundred percent with them. I wouldn't eat it either. Uh, <laughs> Toasty gets scallops. Which Flav responds, scallops is like whore, is like a horse, they gallop. Ah! I am unclear on what That's him just making happened. a rhyme. That's, yeah. He does a lot of rhyming in this episode and it's fucking annoying. Yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> At least no one not knows nearly you for rhyming. <laughs> right, exactly. You're right. You were not the yes. If not anything, the just Smith. repeat what other people say. Right. And just say it really loud and enthusiastically. Just right. stick to the yeah boy. Exactly. Just, right. Stay in your lane. Stick to the yeah boys that you used to, okay? Escargo. <laughs> Delicious. Get some beef thing. Spunky, we don't know, but for some reason she's yelling a bunch of shit in what I think is French. Uh, Hulu subtitles pick it up. Yes. Hulu subtitles pick it up as non-English speech. So she doesn't even get, like, French in brackets. She just gets non-English speak. Um, Side note, a small 2000s corner. I am fairly certain that I had the shirt that she is wearing in this episode. Spunky? I think so. Oh, I gotta go back and see I think I owned it. I am not positive, but I feel like I did. And we get a talking head from Toasty saying she's super, she thinks that Spunky is super fake. Like that, we obviously know what she ordered because she yelled it a bunch of times. Now, this kind of cracked me up because he said something like, I got my hand on your leg but you'll never make your man beg now again as we were saying earlier he has to know who some of these women are oh i remember what i was going to say about that now is that for a normal person i would think that he wouldn't know certain cues based on certain features Flav was so fucked up when he first met them the fact that he even remembers them at all is astonishing like, I wouldn't expect somebody, like, I don't know. He's, he's really, probably sitting in the back looking at pictures so and names trying ADHD. to remember. I don't think so. He's so fucking ADHD that I don't trust or him. Or it's why the, hey, maybe that's why the blindfold thing's perfect. Exactly. So anyway, so my, all that to say that I think I kind of laughed because when he was saying that he had his hand on her leg, obviously she's built a little bit differently than a lot of the other girls. So I feel like that would be his clue. But then it just kind of made me think back to the movie Ray, how Ray Charles would like feel the women's wrists <laughs> to, 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 to scope out who he was going to bang. Oh, my God. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it came out around the same time, I think. Maybe he just took a cue from Ray Charles. Well... 
that notwithstanding, she definitely was there dressed like Khadijah James. Jesus, I that's she was she fully leaned into her Queen Latifah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Plus, she gave him a lot of clues, to like let it know who she was, because he was saying that she kept saying, "Oh, it's like that." She was saying, "Oh, I you need two hands, and I'm full, full or whatever." Yeah. She so, okay. Can I ask you a question? Yes, always. Does does she give you hotel? <laughs> She gives me hotel like a little bit. Uh maybe hotel light, but Mike doesn't know what this means, poor Yeah, thing. I'm like I'm thinking, but I I'm don't... trying to think of how to Hotep describe hotel. Hotep, think of if you've seen anything with kind of like that militant black, and it's like anything that anybody that's not black that they say to them, they go off, they start flying off the handle. It's just like it's like pro black to a level that's problematic. Pro black is it's like white supremacist, but make it pro black. Yes. That's you yes. Know, same okay. in, yes. So almost not the black Israelites, but yes, kind of. Does that kind of make sense? Right? Like I would yeah. say there's like some crossover. Okay. I okay, mean that makes well, sense. I will then. say though that they're harmless though. For the most right. part. Right. Well, that's okay. true. Yes. Right. It's, I was going to say, well, not, you said Hotep. Like I started white... thinking of the mummy and I'm like, Emotep? Like, what are <laughs> oh we going God. on about? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that's kind of where the name comes from because right. it's like that stuff that they're saying, like, you know, it, like, we're uh, black like people Egypt descendants. Earth. Oh, snap. Did, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it comes okay. from an ancient, they like a lot of like onks, like ancient Egyptian like imagery and yeah. Somehow yeah. the women are still subservient. It's just, it's a mess. Huh. Yeah, no. And like, like I said, for the most part, and I was gonna say, media. and uh, the media turns people gay, like white media turns people gay. You yeah. know, normal things. Normal. Yeah, things. like misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, all of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's like the four trade. It's, it's like the four, the four, of course, uh, nations, <laughs> the four nations from Avatar. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you gotta have all, all four with your powers combined. You can be right. a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness buck wild is up next uh she puts her glasses his because so she's got sunglasses on for some reason inside and uh she puts her sunglasses over his blindfold for some reason she decides to start fucking spraying champagne all over the place I thought it was he, hilarious. he doesn't look into it but like apparently he is like i don't know like i actually yelled out oh no like oh no like just i don't know i think he knew it was her and this is when like that decides to make it her personal mission to uncover her as being fake black oh yeah <laughs> like not that i mean not fake black but like just like get to the bottom of her the fake well i mean the terminology she uses i know it's something she says like what fake ghetto yeah fake ghetto. i think is what she says and Flav apparently i have to laugh too about this because he says uh he likes the buck wild is aggressive and she's not afraid of who the fuck she is which i have to laugh because rachel dolezal also yesterday just put up something mm-hmm. odd for national selfie day we're recording this in uh the end of june side note happy pride month with this fucking biphobic ass fucking show rachel dolezal put up a picture on instagram that was like i forgot exactly what the caption was but it was something like be yourself or like 
your something about being your true self or something like that and of course like instagram and twitter had a fucking field day because it's like bitch like you are literally the least qualified to fucking speak on that subject and it's kind of give gave me those same vibes well, throughout it though, Flavor really definitely seems to be feeling book wild. Like he even like kind of says it. I'll give I don't the one get thing it. with her though is like every time he says something, she comes back with something so quick and funny. Like it goes with like they almost have very similar personalities. I feel like she is trying to be the goldie of this season. And she's certainly funny in her own way. But the thing that made Goldie funny was that she was real it was natural yeah, like she everything. just is naturally a funny person whereas buck wild it's like she you're laughing at what she's saying sometimes but you're general you're laughing at what she's saying but in general you're laughing at her as a person see i'm not when i laugh at it i laugh because of what she's saying i don't know i feel like she's kind of because i think she's just freaking clever as shit with the things she says i don't think clever I, sometimes she's clever sometimes well, she's, she's quick-witted she gets, then she gets clever later on the rest she they kind of speed through well, this is where the food stops food kind of falls to the wayside so the women can go all the meat. fuck out boots literally whips out a titty uh nipple nibbles straight a sex positivity icon uh nibbles straight up straddles him and spunky's dumbass is out here going flave isn't interested in anyone who's just gonna like let him touch them and it's like have you i wrote that too have Rub you them. seen him at all like, i just i want to know a, anything about him i want to put a maury meme in this moment right now and just say and that was a lie and right and that was a lie yeah. <laughs> that's uh, how i feel about this it's like come on you watch season one you know what he's about wire for some reason is singing and flave says that he was not impressed oh, it was incredible the way he said it that, I love been like, that part oh my god i was like yes dash her dreams crush her I love she looks like she looked like somebody that like you would like for a kid's party you would rent out as like a knockoff gwen stefani oh not that she sang god. like that but that's kind of what she gave me in the face i would say more cindy she gives me she gives me professor trelawney with lasik surgery oh my god <laughs> who's that You're from uh, harry potter uh, is the, the one the glasses the, uh, the yeah, yeah the, the 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 i can't think of what it, the, the fortune the lives. yes the oh the my the god lives. oh my god <laughs> oh my god that is funny oh my god that's <laughs> so good oh, that's incredible. so yeah so that kind of wraps up or she could be a grown-up luna lovegood is that that's, <laughs> yeah she, i guess she could Fair? be if, if luna <laughs> if luna got into like some weird yeah drugs. if she um, got into like a bad batch of shrooms right exactly. <laughs> hey everybody we're gonna pause for just a second to shout out our sponsor full grown apparel started by a therapist full grown apparel was launched with the goal of inclusion and acceptance a brand for all sizes genders and lifestyles they've got fresh designs on premium tees that are cool and comfy to wear whether you're crushing it at the gym headed out for a night on the town or 2b tv and chilling full grown apparel has a shirt for you plus if you're into supporting minority business owners like we are it's a black owned brand new designs are dropping all the time so go check them out and pick up something for yourself today head over to their instagram at full grown apparel and click the store link in their bio rewind the love listeners can save 10 percent on their purchase by using the code rewind at checkout that's r-e-w-i-n-d for 10 percent off your order a mentality, a persona, a lifestyle. Full-grown apparel. Now back to the show. 
So Flav, he gathers all the women together, says, you know, this kind of food ain't our style. This is more our style and literally just whips out a fucking bucket of KFC. Unblurred, side note. Maybe they paid a lot to be in on this. I, they don't blur it as you say, so that means they paid to have it used. Well, except that time, and, they, and it could also be his thing. He might legitimately just love KFC. I don't know why, but um, ultimately the winners are Tiger, liked like that, and Buck Wild. This is where I felt a lot of producer intervention because he claims to be shocked, shocked. Did he do his, that? Buck Wild is white. Did he do the wow thing? What? When he chooses her and she's like, oh, it was me. And then yeah, he, he, he like the, acts wow. really shocked. Did he do that thing? I don't think he goes full on wow, but he like claims to be like, I didn't know that number eight would be a white person. And it's like, uh, how did she not come? Like, I've never heard a black person who sounds like that. Maybe he really was that drunk or like messed up those other times where he really doesn't remember anything, as you were saying before. How I, it's I a don't possibility. think that's it. I don't necessarily think that he would have necessarily associated it to her. What I'm saying is, how do you confuse her voice for a black person's voice? That's true. That is more of my issue with it. On the bus home, they're they're getting on the bus home. This is a fucking disaster. This is where I started. Crazy, crazy somehow ended up with the bucket of chicken, but that's. Yeah. They had one. Neither here nor there. When he was eating his and they were sitting there and it cuts back to them, there's like two buckets of chicken around the girls. That's nice of them, I guess. Nice of producers, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Not going to eat all that So crap. this cracked me up because something is on the bus telling fucking patients to relax with the drinking. <laughs> and patience goes... If there were any doubts kind of lingering from last week that she has some internalized racial issues to deal with, this kind of confirms it because she says, I don't care if a brother don't treat me good. A Chinese man will treat me good. And it's like, what a, a specifically treated like a princess. Well, she says that later on because she doubles uh, down. She says it twice. She got mad she didn't get chosen. Which is ridiculous. It's like She's angry drunk. Like, this is bad. I know. She got real spicy. She kind of cracked me up because all of a sudden in her talking head, she's just got braids and is in like a black dress shirt and white tie. Like, she looks like, uh, like she like all of a sudden went kind of like stud-like. I didn't really get, I didn't I didn't understand, understand it. I don't no. know. I don't know where that came from. But uh, she doubles down again and says, if black don't do me right, I will go back to China. You know, only thing I thought when she kept saying that was, like, why did you leave? Like, why are you here? Right? <laughs> why are because you bothering I, us? I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, in the first episode, she literally says, I applied for this show because I want to see I want to experience a black man and it's like why even bother like you know there are like other black men on earth like that are not a tv show and have a history yeah. of you domestic violence you could have found right you could have found a, another a, a sir you certainly could have found a better one like not in even a question <laughs> in, in <laughs> literally so many ways just yeah what a fucking choice that was so back at the house now this was fucking mean, but 
nibbles in this moment truly shines sex positivity oh, icon. this is great i like i literally need to work on just calling her sex positivity icon nibbles spi spunky spy spunky kind of is like laying on her bed and pulls nibbles down and it's kind of like are you okay and nibbles is like yeah i'm great like i'm fantastic what's up and she's like i don't want you to feel like we don't like you and what well, said, like, i hope you well, aren't doing more i hope you're like right like i hope you're not like that's not why you're doing all of this stuff yeah. and she's like um i literally didn't have any reason to feel like you guys didn't like well she doesn't say this for no. but it's like basically the gist of it you're is paraphrase. like yeah i thought i thought y'all like i like the, i don't understand what the issue is and she said you don't have to do anything extra for us you know like and uh what's her name fucking nibbles is like all right give me an example and she's like you know like sitting on flav's lap and she's like that was extra for flav like I, it's so she weird. really likes sex I, I thought her response was fucking well perfect. i well, we're gonna like, I really to, like sex and it well was we're getting flav. to that because i yeah. had the line verbatim but uh-huh. like i didn't I didn't get, like, I don't know, like, that felt like such a catty thing to me. This is where I specifically wrote, I don't know how long Spunky stays, but I hope it's not long. Yeah. In in her talking head, Nibbles is like, uh, apparently Spunky doesn't approve, and I don't give a fuck. And I loved her whole thing where she's like, nobody abused me, you know, my dad didn't touch me, I'm a happy, well-adjusted person who just happens to like sex. So she has now fully earned our sex positivity icon moniker. I don't know, Curtis, what did you think of that exchange, that whole mess? Um, I, I agree with you guys. I think it was I don't think she did a good job of explaining what she meant. Yeah. But I didn't see any I mean, you're on a show competing for someone's quote unquote alleged love. So by the time it got to her, you know, you get in competition mode is kind of how I saw it. So it's like by the time yeah. you get to her, he didn't have to dodge snails, escargot, Queen Latifah. Like he's been <laughs> through a lot with these dates. So it's like, yeah, at the end, it's like, okay, I'm going to do a little something so that he remembers me. Now, you know, did she sound stupid when she's like, I have the softest ass on earth, girl? <laughs> but right. you know, I, I understood it. And it's like, yeah sex positivity and all that is good but don't think that i if no one else sees it i see the strategy and i'm not mad certainly right exactly some of it is purely sex positivity some of it is just like yeah this is a competition i'm gonna win and i'm comfortable enough with my sexuality to use it yep i really thought spunky just in case there was any like lingering feelings of liking her as she goes you know i tried to save her but she needs to go home and it's like fuck you mm-hmm. just fuck you so hard like fuck you like i fucking hate you like I, I i don't get this way over reality like i appreciate a good villain but she's not a good villain she's just a garbage person fair so there is a three-on-one date planned so the women are waiting at the bottom uh, the three women who were chosen for the date again which are like that tiger and buck wild are waiting at the bottom of the stairs for him for flave <laughs> tiger's line kind of cracked me up because she's like he's looking all handsome in his little suit and his white hat and i'm like oh wow so you're talking about a kid on easter <laughs> yeah. like also he wasn't wearing a suit he's in like a shirt pant set but either way just calling it his little suit was 
a choice for a man. I would never, I don't know, I wouldn't necessarily want to refer to somebody yes. as dating or whatever, saying like, oh, their little suit. He does one of his another, another fucking rhyme that doesn't make any sense. In the limo, he says he wants a girl that's understanding because they're going to be in a situation that may not go the girl's way, but they should be able to be cool with it. This was such a fucking dickhead thing. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's at this point, it seems like, you know, Tiger starts saying some stuff to him and starts crying about how she said it was like, you know, so cool that he chose her. Yeah, I thought the crying was weird, especially after she did this whole thing where she was like, I'm not going to be one of those women who says that they love him she goes back and she leans back into the problematic i'm not gonna be his baby mama like it just was like a whole exchange was... I mean, he says he was feeling it she does that I know, little but... i forget who described i think it was like that to describe it but because she tiger keeps doing the little like head bob flip thingy i don't know what the hell to call it where like every time she goes to sit like she'll start saying something where she starts kind of not talking shit or something as you were saying with her, it's like i'm not someone's baby and when she says baby mama she does like the little head shake and she does it like over and over and over again i don't know um like but it was crying. funny it did kind of crack me up that like that was like oh she's trying to get quality time by i don't know being sensitive and stuff it's like oh so like being vulnerable like you're supposed to do on a date being a person like oh wow she's doing the things you're supposed to be doing on a date to get a competitive advantage it's like welcome to dating i don't fucking know all right well we find out they're going to be going on god i don't know how he fucking pronounces it but we know they're going on he keeps saying gondoliers which is funny because the person who it's like they told him that the person who steers the gondola is called a gondolier that's like, what it is told him that like oh. the person who steers a gondola is called a gondolier i did not know that and then he like literally didn't absorb the fact that the boat they're on is called a gondola because uh, i later just wrote the guy steering the boat yeah no it's called I, a gondolier gondolier all right learn something new every day i uh, i thought this was interesting though how he kind of split it up and set it mess. up i hated this uh, two boats two girls in one one in the other with him uh and he just he's just gonna rotate the girls throughout like that's i don't yeah. know that's i'm trying to figure out how does that exchange work like i imagine <laughs> it's like when co-parenting parents meet at like mcdonald's parking lot right. that's what i was thinking well because i was concerned at first that they were going to be doing it in the water but i yeah. feel like the sense i got is that they would like kind of go around in like they would go around in the water and then they'd meet back up at the they'd meet back up at the pier and See, then then they'd make the exchange it's just such a weird choice because they didn't really show the two boats next to each other all the time because there was one moment at, during these dates where buckwild and like dad are in one of the boats together and it looks like the guy's almost spinning them in a circle so i'm almost wondering if maybe they have it set on like doing a lap where it's like, all right, we're going to go do this, you know, go under the bridge, do all that fun stuff. And then maybe they come back around and then they exchange the person and they kind of do the same pattern. I I don't know what the I wish they kind doing. of explained that a little bit because now I'm kind of frustrated. But about whatever it. they're doing <laughs> is a disaster. So Buckwild is up first. Again, another fucking rhyme. This one I'm only bringing up just because her reaction to it was so bizarre. So 
he goes, uh, roses are red, even though I'm wearing blue. If I have to, I drink every drop of water, every drop of this water for you. And she just goes, damn. Uh, that's that's proof that none of these women have ever had anything nice happen to them in their life. Yeah. So they're all snuggled up on the gondola. He says he likes her. He feels her spirit. He's feeling her spirit. He calls her a country bug. Uh, not bumpkin bug he jokes about throwing her in the water and she is like yeah that's fine i'm i'm down and well not like that i just made her sound that's not I even made close sound- to an impression of I her know. she's like yeah that's cool i'm down like there you she's go. The- oh my god it's so embarrassing swing. to do out loud oh but it's fun i feel like i'm like being racist which doesn't make any sense because i am blacker than buck wild is like what sort of weird fucking sorcery is this that i i don't know uh she just says if you're going to throw me in let me take my pumas off because they're brand new i thought it was funny this whole date i thought i literally wrote i love her she's funny as shit they really click and she says the funniest stuff i think they click on a friend level oh uh, that's kind of true too yeah that there's no real romantic chemistry there Plus like, she's like, I feel like they would go and like pick up girls together. <laughs> like, yeah, you know I'm, what I'm saying. Yes, yes. That's 100%. actually a very good description of it. Yes. No, definitely, they'd make a great wing man and woman team. Yes, absolutely. She'd probably be a hit at a party too. Oh yeah, going you know, like just friends, whatever. Yeah, she'd probably get uh, along with everyone. No, depends on the room. I hundred percent depends on the room. Because uh, if you get a room full of queen latifah's i i don't right. really like that yeah yeah and yeah you're gonna have some issues not gonna go over well <laughs> so they are also uh producers are also at this point cutting back to what's going on at the house the women are bored and they're looking for something to do they're kind of like you know just having a little i guess a twerk contest uh, yeah in saying, the room. like just like all fun and games you know although toasty ain't twerking but she's putting her legs behind her head god and just, like, bless rolling back and forth kind of i mean it's you gotta you have to rather. know your limits and her limits are she knows she doesn't have an ass so let me show off something out. else sexy i can oh, do and shout out to toasty also doing a fucking crazy ass split on the stripper pole that's right she did she did like a she did like a bounce up and down yeah, kind of thing she's flexible she can move god bless i also kind of laughed because we got our second bubba sparks reference of the episode because they start singing miss new booty as they're twerking together <laughs> like that's so nice but bubba spunky sparks. as class the first time i thought things. about him in like god knows how long spunky like a fuck yeah, like add him to my spotify bitch. playlist again i love him yeah like the fucking bitch that she is is in the corner eating something out of a bowl with this judgy face on and she's like these girls are nasty and I'm going to handle myself in a more mature and classy way. It's like, sis, you look like the fucking skeleton marionette meme. Like, you you can't be fucking, you can't call yourself classy when you're bouncing around like a fucking idiot. Oh, I forgot about time. that thing. Oh, that's right. You had me Google that. That was so funny. Yeah. The marionette skeleton. Uh, oh, the girl, she's saying the girls are nasty, which is so stupid because they're just twerk. Like, they're just dancing. They're having fun. Yeah, they're having a good time. Mm. I she, get it. Oh, no, she definitely gives me fake, not even fake. She, you know what she gives me? She gives me a uh, Bible thumper. But 
Ooh, I don't even but, know if it's that. Like, she doesn't strike me as especially Christian. Like, it just feels like a sanct, just pure, like, like the dictionary definition of sanctimonious. Yeah, just, I was gonna say not the actual religion, but the judgment. Yes, that kind, absolutely. Like that same energy. Yes, hundred percent. While honestly being guilty of a lot of the same things, like you, you really came into this house thinking that you were going to be the standout by calling out the girls for not behaving like i guess women like ladies right but you just come across as a hater you come across looking stupid and it's like you are doing this you put in all these words and flavor flavors about he don't want a girl like that when the whole time listen he kissing all of y'all in the mouth y'all just met all y'all got mono like girl how are you on your high horse I mean, right? Like, and she's fine with doing all of this shit herself. Like, it's not like she's dressed like a fucking, you know, prim and proper young woman either. She's down to do a lot of the same shit that she's giving these girls credit, like that she's giving these girls shit for. I think, and she lets this slip a little bit at the end that I think it's like an insecurity thing where she doesn't feel as pretty or as sexy as a lot of these women. So she's going to make it like, she has to tell herself he doesn't want a woman like that when it's like if you knew him at all you have to know that he wants like the whole thing of new york and the finale is like we fucked like the night before like you know like obviously he's fine i mean obviously he He didn't choose it though he didn't pick new york but like he clearly like kept her around if she was willing to like put out and goldie's also an example of that too because she didn't really do anything the whole season up until that date night and Flav pretty much made it seem like it was, you know, too little, too late. There's a couple women that he penalizes. I mean, he also kind of ultimately holds it. He kind of holds it against Tiger that she doesn't. Well, we'll get to we'll it. get to her date. Well, next um, is like that state. We like back. that date. Um, they're matching. Coincidentally, <laughs> he asks if she's having a good time. You know, pretty. She's really appreciating this. She I mean, really, I, guess, I mean, like, well, it's like they say, like, maybe as you were saying before, you know, maybe she has really never done anything this nice. Or... I mean, she she literally says nobody's ever done anything yeah, this nice Yeah, like, for she's going to start crying. She communicates very, like, I love their back and forth because I didn't write, like, she's really smooth. They definitely, I'll give it to her. She's um, got game. They definitely have very similar energies, I think. <laughs> like, she's somehow able to, like, pick up what he's putting down and then throw it back at him equally as delirious like you know curtis what do you think she got game it's it comes from that zoot suit she had on (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness um but yeah it still doesn't give me romantic i just don't feel romance between i just feel like Flav is as they enjoy each other's company i I also feel like that this isn't to take away from i think that like like that is a beautiful woman and i think she's like i think she's got a really fun personality when she's like feels like being fun and not like judgy but like i just feel like Flav is too shallow like yeah like he's too shallow to be with a woman like her ultimately like i think she's getting by a lot more on her personality kind of goes with the goldie thing from last season yeah it's definitely a lot more ultimately friend zone but we'll see back to the house uh they have now devolved into I want to call it truth or dare, but really it's not that. Basically, it's like a fishbowl. It's a fishbowl full of dares. Sexy dares. Sexy dares because (laughs) as uh, as the... Y'all in competition with each other. 
Y'all being sexy for each other instead of the man whose affection y'all trying to win. I mean, we'll go off whatever passes the hours while you're sitting there alone. Yes, right? Like, that was, I mean, I got the twerk contest because, you know, I get it. Like, you're chilling with your girls, and like, sometimes you're, and especially too, if you're drinking, there's nothing to do around the house. You're fucking drunk. Like, there's no TV, no phones. Like, there's nothing to do. Like, it really brings you back to the day. Like, what are you going to do? Like, hang out, get drunk, and read a book? Yeah. There's really I mean, not there's this nothing to do. With all this shit going like maybe on. like at points that used to show like hoops playing basketball with him. Let's say you know he's not around. You can only go swimming so much. Yeah. You got to come up with something. When you're gonna hang out, play cards. Like you have to find something to do. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I guess it's you know in this case, yeah, they're all a little wild and stuff. I guess it's kind of nice that they came up with. I, I didn't I mean, know it was this, gonna be sexy dares. But I mean, this kind of was surprising, especially with all the like blatant like homophobia. That so. is yeah. literally what I was gonna say. That. Two of the women who were the loudestly, loudestly, the most loud, (laughs) the most loud about their disgust at the idea that there might be covert lesbians in the house, which are delicious and Bucky. Delicious because crazy gets the dare to skinny dip. Nibbles? Well, no, I'm saying crazy gets the dare to skinny dip and delicious is like helping her get undressed. And then on top of that, Nibbles gets the dare to kiss bucky yes and somehow kissing her ass like kissing her on the mouth is too gay but kissing her on the ass is somehow less gay as she's twerking how does that work <laughs> like a butt on the butt certainly cheek. if somebody's kissing my butt like it's a lot more intimate i guess what they say yeah than my mouth and her what is, is it lips to lips or a peck on the left butt cheek I don't. What is considered more gay? Like in terms of like, it, I I feel like I would kiss somebody on the mouth because you can kiss other people on the mouth. Like some people greet each other by kissing them on the mouth. I mean, not me, but like people greet each other by kissing them on the mouth. Like that to me is so much less personal than me pulling up, hiking my shorts up my ass for you to literally kiss my ass. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Let's just cut back to the tiger date. Yeah. <laughs> so Tiger looks like she is trying to be a good sport, but she is visibly uncomfortable. I mean, same. I mean, she kind of lets it known why. I don't know if it's an excuse. I am torn between feeling like it's an excuse and feeling like she genuinely feels that way. I don't know. Curtis, how did you feel about it? I don't know. The I don't know what to make of this scene, to be quite honest. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what to make of any of it. I just feel like on the second, well, I guess it's still early in the season, so they they don't hate each other yet. But I'm just like, y'all could have just like ordered some pizza and went to Blockbuster. Was Blockbuster still open then? I mean, possibly, <laughs> yeah. quite possibly. Redbox, you know, like done something else. Well, I think at this point last season they had done they went to like a roller rink and mm. like that felt like it made so much more sense. It was like you could yeah. tell the budget was slightly upped because they went to these gondolier rides. So we also get a clip of like that and Buck Wild in their gondola, not on like because their dates have already happened obviously Mm -hmm. uh so like that kind of does some very good detective work in this scene 
she's like, oh, I, I see how y'all could stay out here. And that's when I knew I was like, any doubts I had about whether or not you were East Coast were very much confirmed in this moment. Like, oh, yeah, I could I could consider L.A. as like a viable place to exist. And it's like you have to be from the New York metro. You have to be from this like New York City adjacent to feel that way about another major metropolitan city. You know, like to not be impressed by L.A., you can only be yeah. from a handful of places. So, you know, I've been to some places around here like that is saying, uh, you know, I'm fr- I went to San Diego. I went to Rancho Cucamonga and Buckwild's like, that's my hood. And it's like, oh, my God, can you fucking not? So Buckwild is from Rancho Cucamonga. I did some research because like that is like, uh, yeah, no, she's trying to act all ghetto. This place isn't ghetto. Now, this is current stats for those of us not from the L.A. area. There's 174, over 174,000 people currently. That is the current population. (laughs) On Niche.com, it is ranked number 159 in the list of most diverse places to live in California. The demographics, it is 38% white, 37% Hispanic, 13% Asian, and 9% Black. And the current median household income is $83,000. That's not bad. Well, closer to eighty-four, yeah. But either way, yeah, no, that's like a pretty solid, it's a middle, it's like higher upper, than the national yeah. average. Granted, these numbers are a little bit skewed because this show occurred prior to the recession. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I'm sure probably informs some of this. But ultimately, all of this to say... Uh, any doubts that we had that Buck Wild is basically uh, Jamie Kennedy in America's Most Wanted were confirmed apparently in this moment. That was the name, Malibu's Most Wanted. Malibu's Most What yeah. did I call it? America's. God damn it. John Walsh about to kick in the door. John like, Walsh, I know. John yeah. Walsh is going to come in here and fuck me up. It's a million dollars. Um, side right note, there. like that is from Jersey City. Got Gamecast. What are you still talking about? <laughs> you brought up Malibu's Most Wanted. I love that movie. That like that is cast? from Jersey City. Shout out to very close to us. I was gonna say not only close to us, but she says she's from the Liberty Park neighborhood, which is where we got married. Yeah, the literally like the, on the neighborhood shirt. is gentrified as fuck now. Yes, it is so. predominantly um, Indian, uh, Southeast Asian. <clears throat> families uh because they're like i think a lot in the tech and healthcare industry there is a hospital nearby it's a lot yeah. of families though like and it's with easy little travel kids. to the city too yeah easy like commuting into the city so this was geography <laughs> like united states geography lessons with rewind the love there you go we'll need a little like music intro for that dun, 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 dun. um <laughs> apparently according to the gondolier back to the actual date part uh, apparently, yes. tradition, according to the gondolier, is that you kiss underneath the bridge. So Flav is like, yeah, tradition, and is like going in, and she pulls away. See, almost the whole time it seemed like he was in her face. Yeah. Oh, it's so romantic. Yeah, isn't it? I'm right here. Ew, please. I'm in your face. Me. You smell my breath every single breath. And it would be like a lot for an attractive person, but it's a lot when that person is Flavor Flav. Yeah. I mean, but she goes to her own defense here. She pulls back, says she doesn't like to kiss him after he's kissed the other girls. But, like, I don't... It's not that I don't buy that because it's a perfectly valid reason. You know you're going to be on this show, though. You know these things are going to happen. I know, but I I think, like, you probably don't really think about it until it's, Until it happens. And she's last. She's probably been waiting fucking an hour and a half. Easily. Um... 
he says he doesn't blame her, but then proceeds to ultimately kind of tell her the mood is ruined because yeah. she won't give in. Like, I don't know what to... I don't know if you ever seen the movie The Program, but there's some scene... There's what we call The Program about college football. There's one character named Latimer. You would know him. He's Christopher Walken's son in Batman Returns. The really, like, huge dude. Vaguely. I don't know why. Uh, but he goes, and this is what it reminds me of, but it's kind of like that versus the mood. It's almost like he feels like entitled with something, but this guy at the time, he's very, you know, yes, he's, he's welcome to the Me Too movement. <laughs> exactly, yes, the Me Too movement moment with Mike, I guess. I don't know. But uh, Mike learns about feminism. But <laughs> but it, the scene is, you know, there's one time he's going for the girl, and the girl's, you know, they're hooking up, whatever. And she's kind of wanting to stop, and he's all roided, raged up. He's like, what are you leading me on? He like throws her back on the bed and shit. And these teammates come in and kind of pull him off. And, Yikes. Yeah. But it, it's really one of those things where it's like, you know, obviously that's an extreme, you know, exaggeration of this moment. But it's kind of one of those where you kind of, you see almost the entitlement where it's like, yo, you're on my show. I have you here. I brought you on this gondola and you're really not going to fucking kiss me right oh, now. Like, that's, that's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's really effed up so gross and then all i could think is the latimer the character's name is latimer but like flavor be like you leading me on and like just throwing her in the water oh easily and like i know that you're joking but also i could you could see him kind of do see it. that happening for real don't rock i mean book. he did like we said earlier he came into the fucking bathroom like you know it it definitely reeks of entitlement to me yeah that's really what it is you're on my show i've brought you here if you get any fame it's because of me you do what i want yeah it really strikes me as like I I don't know about the racial part of it with her being white, but it definitely strikes mm-hmm. me as this is the one that I really want to yes. have sex with. Not want, but you can tell he don't he doesn't care about that girl. He just is really interested in having sex with her. Yeah. And yeah. he definitely of, finds her the most I mean, and she is three, one she, of the more conventionally attractive yeah. women. Yeah, like there's and this is I, I in my opinion I think this is a better looking season across the board than the prior season, um, which kind of leads into whether or not he actually was involved in the casting or not. I think it has its ups and downs, but yeah, no, I think that you're right. Like it definitely felt like a weird like because he was the most attracted to her. Like he thought that she would be equally at that level, even though she went on this whole thing about how like she wants to get to know him first. Yeah. And she's bizarre. been consistent with that. Like I feel like, but between her and um, I forget Shay's name on here. Bucky. Bucky. It seems like those are the two that he's really the most interested in. There may be mm-hmm. one other that I can't think of. I think there are some well, that looks he should, wise, he's probably. I was going to say. I mean, and later on, he definitely like. I think that there's a couple women who managed to get called into upcoming rounds because he finds them attractive he just hasn't had a chance to get to them know them yet which yeah. is delicious and crazy mm-hmm. and um well i guess boots she whipped out a titty so i guess that works in her yeah. favor um, let him play with your nipple you're gonna make it to the next round right well this is where the fu- the date finally ends get back to the house flav tells him it's elimination time tonight two girls are going home but he wants to spend some one-on-one time with each of them uh oh this is the half hour this he said is... oh, that's when the half hour kind of comes in gotcha yeah so um he makes another joke about something something shitting again she oh, now this is, this is this where is she starts to lead in yes. i know mike loves this where she's like stand down now i was the girl who did the poo thing i'm like this is like my like this is my signature thing like this is they literally put fucking cuckoo clock noises behind her 
At least she doesn't have bicycle bells every time she blinks. That's true. I mean, is that really better? And then there's just a very quick scene of like like that patience and Boots talking about Buckwild being full of shit, which I think is interesting that like patience is in the room for this conversation because she's like obviously she is a black woman, but it's like I don't really think in terms of like racial nuance that she's the best person <laughs> to have in the room given that she's like about one more rejection away from being like calling him the n-word and like leaning fully into being chinese wow i don't know was she born and raised in china i don't i don't know oh uh, we don't have that info well she says she was living there that's true I don't and know. she's half, right? You said she's I, half yeah, Chinese, she's, half black. She, yeah. So maybe she was there because if being, you know, I don't remember early on if she said, I don't know. She said it's the first time in the states, but I, as you mentioned before, it's the first. She's like, I'm my first time with a black guy and everything. I mean, she's got like a pretty good, like she's got a good American accent. Like, I mean, assuming she was, she could have been like born in the United States or like born to American parents or an American parent yeah. or something like that. She sounds American until she starts to drink and then more of an accent comes out of her i noticed yeah. like when she was really wasted the day before it seemed like you noticed yeah. more of an accent i did at least and then you get like that going on about buck Wild a little more saying she thinks she's fake you know she's definitely not real uh saying it's wrong she doesn't believe her but uh this is where we get back into the one-on-one time with flav and the girls uh he clicks with buck they, wild they, as I usual say, they speed through this um, they go through see, a really like, a quick couple different scenes for some reason yeah. well they buck slow wild, up on toasty well buck wild is yelling about um something about like he's got a fever for the beaver that was funny i fucking hate saying that out loud i'm so sorry <laughs> what do you mean? um the only prescription is more cowbell <laughs> jesus uh <laughs> nibbles asks Flavor. how he feels about bisexual I'm girls and he not. literally turns into a fucking wolf cartoon like one of those creepy wolf cartoons like he starts like panting and howling just like turns around with michael jackson thriller eyes no not that i know (laughs) (laughs) he lets something know that even though he's joking around with her she's he's still she's still cool in his book which i thought was nice i guess i i fucking guess (laughs) Toasty lets him know through her slurred speech that some of these women have tried out for reality shows before, specifically Spunky. Does everyone believe that that's true or that that's Toasty's way of getting her out of the house? I don't know. I feel kind of, well, number one, I was going to ask, do you guys think that she's drunk in this scene? Oh, she's drunk in every scene. Like, I know her nickname's Toasty, but I wasn't sure if that was kind of the thing. I don't know, Curtis. What are what are your thoughts? Do you think she may have been under the influence of something? I'm not sure if it was drunk. (laughs) I mean, yeah, no, but I mean, like more specifically, like, do you think that Spunky really has tried out for other stuff, or that that Toasty knows that it's going to be something that will ultimately get used against her, like to try to sabotage her? Honestly, I feel like is it could be a little bit of both. Like I. I can see Spunky just from the way she acted on the whole her. Well, let me rephrase on her brief stay. Yeah, it really felt like she was acting. You know what I mean? Like it didn't it didn't feel like she was coming across with a genuine personality. It felt very much. I will give you performance and I'm a 
get these girls up out of here. So I could see her having done that. And because she, she's not unattractive either. Because yeah. yeah. she's a pretty girl. Yeah. So I can see that. But definitely, whether it's true or not, that was uh, Toasty's intention. Like, again, you know, we see them early on playing the game. Like, they've clearly watched the show. Right. And they've come in. They've already made their assessments on what they need to do and how they need to get to Flav. And he's made it very evident that he don't want fake girls there. Hell, he just, we had the whole thing with the with the spike. Was this before or after he told them about the mole? They already knew that the yeah, mole they was knew. there. Yeah, yeah. They just didn't yeah, know who knew. it was. Yeah. Uh, well, at this point, I mean, the mole was eliminated at the end of the last. It was like eliminated. No, yeah, yeah he let her like, go. And it, he like called her out was. and said like, oh, by the way, this one was the spy. She, I feel like Spunky may, you know, she could have sent in like a tryout tape or something for real world. Like, I yeah. don't know if she necessarily, like, made it far in the competition or anything. But exactly, the strategy goes with Toasty, especially, because, all right, who were two people last season, the big things were Hottie with the blind date tape, and then later on finding out about Pumpkin. Yeah. Toasty could sit there go, I watched season one. I know exactly what he doesn't like. That's I'm going to go thinking, out with this. Yeah. Boom, done. Yeah. Nice and especially meet. because we're talking about, what, 2006? Like, this yeah. was a golden age in reality TV because it was just starting to ramp up. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And it was creating stars. New York is still a star. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, She'll she's still be. getting getting checks off of from that show. Yeah, absolutely. She's in a whole different York. arena now as far as the things that she does and the way that she looks. Yeah. Those color contacts. Please don't do that. Like you I don't need Oh, I didn't see it. She wears colored contacts? Yeah. Sometimes. It's bad. Yeah. They're always bad. <laughs> I mean, there's no such thing as good colored contacts yeah. ever. There's very, very, very few people who can pull off color contacts. And most yeah. people with dark brown eyes cannot. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm gonna have to Google this. Uh so Toasty in her talking head says that. Uh, what the fuck? I li- I feel like I, I there were so many times where I had to like stop and like remind myself. Okay, her name is Spunky. Like I feel like I literally rejected it because I was so irritated by her. So she says that uh, Spunky is super fake, and every time the camera's around, she's like always dancing and like pushing up her boobs. And she described it perfectly. The way they the way they cut it is literally into Spunky walking up to Flav doing her weird skeleton marionette yeah, dance, little shimmy thingy, and. And literally, like with her, with a really low cut blouse. Yeah, like it literally you see could a little not jiggle. Have worked out more perfectly. They also during this scene have this weird. This is such a weird choice to have this like baseball stadium organ music kind of playing. Is that what came? I know there was it a is. weird music. I didn't know it was a baseball stadium thing. That I was like my first thought. Was like, was like it sounded like song. we were at a baseball stadium, and I'm like, fucking why? That's so funny. she says that he is vibrant. Uh, more vibrant than a vibrator. That's weird. And Flav is also confused. She wants to jump on his back and tickle him because she knows that he's ticklish. And this whole thing made no fucking sense to me whatsoever. Like, girl, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I, I don't know. She doesn't actually have a connection with him. Yeah. It is. She's just awkward. She's trying to say what she thinks is the right thing to say. Like you said before, like the little shimmy thing she does. And then they even do that like kind of super cut and they show every scene where she's interacted with him. Yeah. And every single time she does a like foot stomp thing real quick. Like, ah, I'm so excited to see you out. Like it's such bullshit. Yeah. Acting. Yeah. 
She yeah. put on a performance. And she yeah. really, like, all the other, like, season one, when you go through it, like, she's trying to do the New York, do all that. But when they did it, it's like, as much, there might have been a little bit of acting in there. But maybe it was just genuine with all the girls from season one. In this case, she watched and said, all right, this is what I need to do if I want to be on TV. The producers might force him to keep me something. And it, it just wasn't there. Like, I mean, yeah, so I mean, that fake. did technically work for New York because you can tell, like, it was we brought up many a time. Like, I don't really think he liked New York as much until the end. But, like, she was definitely kind of wedged in to stay like because the producers thought yeah, she was more interesting you're not getting i mean rid of her. we're all better for it like exactly. god bless Lave is weirded out by it he like makes some joke about like oh she's always jumping around like maybe i always make her have to want to go to the bathroom which i was like sure <laughs> more bathroom jokes bucky this was so weird she looks she's getting brought up to Flav, and she looks fucking miserable she looks like she's getting brought to like get executed or like to get like punished in front of the class or some shit she looks fucking miserable like but then they're like i don't know having a weird romantic moment and then i swear to god i'm convinced wire like snuck ecstasy or some shit oh, into she, the house she, she had, had to, have to been uh, on something because all of a sudden wire just like walks up like a couple steps like i don't know how many feet away but like far enough but also too close yes um he tries to tr- and tries to cut in while Bucky is having her date. He's super weirded out by this, Flav, uh, as opposed to one other. He's like, and he starts talking to her. I don't know if this is like because I work with kids that it's like, Big Rick will bring you over to me when it's your turn. Like, just wait your turn. Like, I, I like his voice. He got very much like scolding a toddler in this moment. I mean, she was kind of acting like one. Like, I mean, yes. yes. It's like, okay, you know, I'll get to you in about three minutes. And she just stands there like, what are you doing, bozo? Go away. <laughs> Go she... take a load off. And then what on top you... of that, right? Like, don't you, you have better places to hang out? Like, I wouldn't want to fucking stand around there. And uh, so she ultimately gets kind of dismissed and then goes over to the piano right by the door that's the at, like the entrance to outside and fucking like just starts playing piano what is that and like very obnoxiously like she was hitting the keys like heavy to make sure that she was loud and you can tell it's just pissing him off because he out of you know all the girls in the house it seems like he is feeling bucky like he actually he does kind of like it's one of the lot. ones he wants to keep and have her around yeah it's like and mm-hmm. you're just ruining it for yourself by doing this stupid shit yeah he's like stevie nicks give it a rest <laughs> <laughs> not Stevie Nicks um, so once it's actually her turn he's like he actually says to her like what did I do for you to be like so rude while I was doing that shit he's like or you know and he tries to give her an out and he's like could you just not wait to like get here ha 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 and she's just like yeah sorry it's and it's like weird oh my god you're fucking you smuggled ecstasy into this I house got a, I got a haircut my she hair's said, so silk. I got it. it. I got my hair cut and flattened. <laughs> this whole scene was just fucking weird. It's like she's got to be fucking high. If you're too, if I mean, you're too it makes high angry. and spacey for Flavor Flav, 
You've got a fucking problem. And then she goes through a little interview. She's like, oh, I felt every emotion a human could feel. So you're on ecstasy. Yeah, yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. So you're on ecstasy. And then for some reason, again, somebody brings up piggyback ride. She goes, I'm going to give you a piggyback ride. And he's like, no, thanks. Just because he's little, I guess. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, no, she's 100% on ecstasy. Although this part is where we start getting a little, you know, it goes back to Tiger. Tiger, which again, I know I didn't do much fashion, uh, 2000s fashion corner. But uh, I just have to shout out her low-rise jeans with the thong hanging out. Ah! Just a sign of the times. Suddenly, Flav clocks that she is very, clocks, no pun intended, that <laughs> she is uh, very interested in kissing him. And he sees right through it. Yeah. Right in his interview, he says he thinks it's phony. I did have to laugh, though, that she's like, because he's like, you know, I'm going to have to do eliminations tonight. And she does this whole dramatic, like, oh. Uh, you know, just like like rubbing her head and just being like, she goes, but I know you'll do the right thing, though. And I'm like, ah, I see what you did there. Do the right thing. Oh, I didn't think about that. I, I don't think she did it intentionally. It just made me laugh. Not at all. Get it? Yeah, no, with right like the powers, the theme song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clever. He does Clever that thing girl. that I know that, Mike, you hate, uh, where he wishes what? her good luck. Oh my god, I can't. I fucking despise when he says good luck. How the fuck do you wish somebody good you luck? You choose who wins. Why would you say good luck? <laughs> it, it, I don't know. May I the odds know. ever be in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I get so irrationally. It makes no. I shouldn't get this angry about it, but I do. It makes no fucking sense. Like you're like, it's to me. I look at it. I'm like, it's kind of like when you're watching The Godfather and Michael kisses his brother. Spoiler alert, I guess. If yeah, anyone has it, yeah, it's a kiss. It's the kiss. Yeah. It, he gives the kiss, and it's like, oh shit, I know that's it. I'm done. It's over. Like that's how I look at that. Like if he says good luck to me, I look and I go, oh shit, you're going home. You got no chance. Like, well, except we'll get no exactly. We'll get <laughs> um, a fucking spoiler. Fuck. Uh, Ugh, so, so angry about it. So stupid. I this scene was so oh, terrible. Hang on. What you're because we're moving on from the dates, right? I did want to shout out, and I thought it was very nice. That after the tiger date, when like they're wrapping up the dates, oh, I knew you Big were Rick's call there, and he just goes and he, he goes like, "I love you, Big Rick." I loved it. I know you could tell they're genuinely friends. Like I know season one, you're kind of like, "All right, Big Rick's there." Maybe the producers brought him in, blah blah blah. But I know you've told the story of how they met. But at this moment, I was like, you know what? I bet they're really actually friends out of all this. I mean, like you have to have somebody like that's like God. His... I want to get him on this show. Big Rick's the I man. I know there has to be somebody. I guess like who's going through this shit with him you know like do i think that they're still actively continuing a friendship yeah. like, no no but i probably think not that, like anymore. it served its purpose at the time i wonder if any of them are still friends that's another like kind of where are they now uh, well I, I, I just saw somebody from curtis you'd know better than me somebody from i think love and hip-hop is having a baby is pregnant and just had a baby shower and delicious and bucky were both there oh wow i don't know mm, curtis is this true Do you know i this? might have missed who's pregnant on love and hip-hop it, it might be well i feel like because now i'm thinking about because delicious just ended so on real housewives of atlanta candy mm -hmm. was doing candy was starting a new touring production of Love some candy. stage show i know that she was doing some touring stage production True. of this show into the dungeon it's i don't yeah. know what, i don't know what to call it and delicious was in that oh well. yes i did see that 
Right. So, I mean, like, so she's still, she's been coming up in my feed a lot lately. Cause she's, well, she's also, because she, because she got like a lot of work done. She has a different face. And oh, I realized she's unrecognizable. She, and on top of that, she got surgery or like covers up all her keloids that we see in the elimination this week, too. Mm, yeah. Like, so that was interesting. She's a different person. It is weird. Although, shout out to her. For, I mean, God bless. Like, I'm not her. throwing shade. I'm just she like, built a fucking Instagram brand for herself. She's. I mean, because like, like Pauline famous. said, she's the original Fashion Nova body. Yeah, she's the she's the mold by which a lot of this other shit was created. Yeah. that like good for her. I don't know. I good love I love her though. Kind of no, I mean she's fantastic. It took God knows how like ten fucking years to get there, mm-hmm. but in the end, it worked. Yeah, people I mean, go, oh shit, that was her. Wow, she looks good now. I feel like people love Delicious then, and then all of a sudden, like now she's. I, don't I mean, now she's po- popped back up on my yeah. radar, and I literally can't see any of her old face and her new face. Oh, I don't see it at all. You told me, like, I searched her, and I was like, it doesn't even look the same. They're di- it's a different person. Yeah, yeah that's a brand new bitch. That's <laughs> uh, so this is a scene so terrible that it literally had me considering if I should start a like cringiest line of the week is the live wire thing oh, of course okay. it's it's just wire by the way i thought they call her live wire no it's just wire. oh she's wire because she oh, is right. a live wire. Like a live, all right i call um, her live wire so like that boots and wire are all sitting in what i assume is their room or somebody's room or whatever somebody Ooh, in that collection of we people's start rooms cringy line of the week i like that a cringy line of the week. I don't want to fucking because I don't want to highlight. I like here we go. We're just gonna to, play the whole put, episode for you. I mean, but I literally <laughs> almost started cringy line of the week oh because it was God. like you need to like hear it. Just, but then again, facial expressions make a difference too. Like I said, it's like that boots and wire, and you know they're just kind of talking about you know do you do you want to have kids and wire is saying that she misses her dog and it's like wow you're fully leaning into being a white woman in this moment you're like oh my dog is my kid and like i love whatever go listen to k trevor nelson's stand-up about on throwing dog sh- well no no no, 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 no that's a different one wanna, i don't want to shade dog parents no, no no but like i'm saying he i mean i thought he gave a pretty good explanation on it but people could just anyway. for themselves have their own opinion on uh, it. it's okay. so so you know the the other two women are asking why are you know do you want to have kids with Flav? and she's like yeah I mean, I do want dark babies. Oh, yeah, that was oh my god! I it's like the opposite of goosebumps. It's like bad it's like goosebumps. Your, yeah, like your skin it, starts crawling going in. Like it's like, ugh. That's come on. See now, I don't know what Bucky said here. I just I well, ugh, they don't really. They just kind of Bucky make like a face. Like they just like they both make a face. Like girl, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that's such a shitty thing to say. Like she really thought that she was doing something but i mean there are white women out here with that view Although thankfully Buck- not my mother but like there are yeah. other white women out here you know fucking believing this shit fuck while jumping in here i thought it was really well no well there's though. a scene in between which i, which oh, I cracked there? up before that well not a scene in between but boots this is the beginning of the boots and bucky friendship where uh. um boots runs and tells bucky about it and Bucky goes fucking. If you want some dark babies, you goof troop, why don't you just go make some with a crackhead on the corner? Yeah. I just love that she called her a goof troop. Yeah, I mean it was extra, but it was appreciated because right. What are you talking about? Like you only, right. I don't even. And you said that like two that black 
women you know like it's also like it's a bold thing to say and to feel period but like to say that to black women i think is a l- extra layer of well because we know that women like that view that type of stuff as paying a compliment right when it isn't it's just gross <laughs> like, right it's as much the opposite right it kind of reminds it- moments of pumpkin last season a little bit yeah. yeah and then um bucky also like in her talking head fucking cracked me up just you prejudice whore <laughs> <laughs> which i don't love horror being used pejoratively but damn if that wasn't fucking funny she goes you prejudice whore <laughs> like what a what a, like yeah, as close bucky to an icon as we're gonna get yeah fuck while this is the see this is the line mike's been referencing this whole time oh this goes, is this is my we to... might not put it in but this is my iconic line of the week. said well if she had a baby with a white guy the baby is gonna be see-through i laughed so hard that was fucking great i fucking laughed yeah she is very good. pale yeah so. i'm as pale as pale gets and i thought that was funny she's a she looks paler than you honestly oh she definitely um, is she's like that movie uh what's that movie powder Back in the day, you ever see that back in like the nineties? No, no. With wow, man, what's his name? Sean Flannery, Flaherty. You're just making up Irish. No, right he's the guy from Boondock Saints, and I can't think of his name. Not Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus is the man, I but the other one. I literally only remember Norman Reedus and and what's his name, Willem Dafoe. Oh, Those but it's the only oh my people god. I remember from Boondock Saints. It's one. Of, it was one of those ones. We just call it. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to elimination time yes, as I eliminate myself here. from that conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, but yes, all right. So we're getting to elimination time. Tiger is concerned. I was say Spunky's cocky as hell. So she's I, gonna I be love, here for a while. There, there are a few moments in this show or any reality show as gratifying as when somebody is very confident in their elimination talking head, only to ultimately get the boot. Uh, yep. uh, something something hopes he isn't distracted by the beauty and ultimately the beauty and provocativeness of the other women she's hoping that she still will get a chance this was almost an iconic line of the week but like it's funny but it's not like it's not like that she goes boots goes i want something to go home because she pooed on my man's floor (laughs) and goes she needs some bowel movement classes to learn how to hold her stuff I am confused about what a bowel movement class yeah. is. You failed. You failed miserably <laughs> at that, girl. <laughs> what happens when you don't know how to throw shade properly? Right, exactly. It's kind of like a bozo. It, it reminded me of where it's uh, that line in Anchorman where she, where she uh, he goes, where'd you get your suit? At the toilet store. <laughs> and uh, even... Even Buck Wild says she wants something to go home. Not she goes. Not that I don't like her. I just don't like her in my house. Something was the one. It seemed like when they did all the little interviews that her because name was brought up the most. Person, she she should be in theory an easy person to eliminate because any reasonable person would have sent her home. I'm very surprised that no one in the whole time brought up the whole patients saying she wants to go back to china thing. oh that'll come up i feel like the reason why they brought that up so much because i don't remember i i yeah. remember, I don't remember vh1 season, but starting to. to do this vh1 starting to do this where you get a sense of what's going to be an issue in future episodes by the fact that it's brought up kind of casually where it's like they have other stuff that they need to deal with right now more pressing shit in terms of the people we know are going home yeah but it's like just we're just gonna put 
we're just going to put this on the back burner just for you to be aware of who yeah. this person is and why they will ultimately go home. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, now we're getting to eliminations. Yeah. So. Oh, actually, wait. No, the last thing Uh-oh. was fucking what's her name? The bitch. Ooh. Uh Spunky. There's a couple. I'm telling you, I can't. I literally, my mind rejects her name. So Spunky says she literally has a list ready. She wants to send home Nibbles. Beautiful. Which I thought was interesting. So she obviously picks Nibbles because she's a fucking prude and is offended by the fact that Nibbles is bisexual. Beautiful. I think she is threatened by how pretty she is. Could be. And also because she's got like a cute little voice. Like I like her voice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Anyone she has the slightest intimidation from immediately. Yeah. No, which is also kind of, which is oddly New York's kind of thing too. Yeah. Um, And she also said patience. She wants patience to go home so she can be put into AAA. Yeah. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. That's not. And she goes, what's that thing? Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, a double a whatever it's like this is how you know this is when batteries were still a thing um but no this is where we get so this to when we get into yes. actual elimination 14 clocks i believe two bodies i believe i got the order right but that if anything you're you proud of me. this is how well i missed something you're proud of because i work really hard to get it right i had to delete i can't remember when i went back but i was surprised by the first choice wait no first no, no, Uh-oh. no, no. We're Uh-oh. not even getting to the elimination. We need to talk about how they cut to, you know, they do their cuts of the women and different things. They cut to crazy and she's got full on cornrows. Oh, that I was coming when yeah. yelled out, Oh, Jesus Christ. Like I'm some kind of fucking white Midwest. They look baby better than boomer. pumpkins, though. Do they? Yes. They look equally as bad. Well, maybe they just don't look. I mean, well, crazy is a lot more attractive than pumpkin, in my opinion. Yeah, no, she's. I think she's most my people are more season. attractive than pumpkin. Who? Uh, oh, Southern Charm. Was it you that sent me that uh, picture? No, yeah, somebody tweeted it's that. Like uh, Danny's like her prettier sister. Yeah, anybody for anybody who watches Southern Charm, uh, they say that Danny. It looks like she could be Pumpkin's sister. Yeah. So you kind of see it. I totally see it. So I just literally screamed out, "Oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> So the order is as follows. I want to see if I got this right too. I don't know how the hell I would miss it, but I don't really uh, pause. Like that gets the first clock. Yes. Unsurpri- Surprising. Curtis, were you surprised by that? Um, not really, because I think they had the best date, even if yeah. it was yeah. a good date. <laughs> Absolutely. It was platonic, but they had the best date, and I think he does like spending time with her. So that's true. I wasn't fully surprised. No. Because when he yeah. said he was like you know well it's not like this and then you obviously know what he's gonna say and he goes like and i was i'm not i was like damn like i knew she I mean, was gonna be safe yeah, i wasn't I guess expecting, you weren't expecting her to go first all right um this is where he starts to just go you're all safe because you're pretty which is crazy delicious toasty was delicious even in this freaking episode barely Barely. Every okay. time they included her was in a like. I, I a literally wrote, cut. was she even in the actual episode? Yeah, she's I don't only remember in her the super in any cuts, scene. Only in the supercuts. Toasty, patience, nibbles, beautiful. Then Buck Wild. You know what time it is? Doing the most. <laughs> Bucky gets her clock next, which I'm surprised it took her this long. Yeah. Honestly, he is clearly into her. her. Yeah, he's feeling her. And she gets her clock, and then they cut to her, like, back in her spot, and she's crying. And I'm like, you're doing a lot for Flavor Flav. 
Boots is next. You ever think saying boots kind of like hoops, but a New York voice? Boots. Hoops. Boots. I'm so excited to hear New York say it later ah. on. Double he then later. says four bodies, two clocks. Just for clarification, the four that are left are Tiger, something, Wire, and Spunky. I feel- And I was genuinely like, who is he going to send home? I mean, something I only knew she stayed because on Tubi, on Tubi in the still for the next episode, she's like the picture. So that's the only reason why. I I thought someone else, I, because of the still for this episode, I thought someone else was going home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But well, I mean, you're going to say who it is because then they do that little cut through. Well, the next girl, yeah. Well, the next girl, the. The next woman to be saved woman, is Tiger. Yes. And then with this little cut scene, I did I made a note. I said you could see I wrote live wire and I now know her name's Wire. But I said you could see Wire's nips through her shirt. Oh. Huh. Like full on like Areola? Like, yeah, like I don't know if it's as much see through, but maybe she's that nervous and <laughs> excited that you see the outline of it through it. Like I stopped for someone's like, whatever, you got some pokies, it happens. <laughs> some pokies? But, did you <laughs> yeah okay but then i was like no like because they cut back to her i was like no you kind of see the entire outline of it i laughed and then the been final save is something yes at this point fully reinforced in her decision to shit on the floor uh <laughs> i don't know whether She's to call it, it that or not but either way, she's like, yeah, no, like this was the right thing to do because now he remembers me and the fact that I stayed, which I mean, I mean, it's it a is, solid point. The sad part is like it is working in her favor. It's a solid point. At the point. same time. Solid I point. I feel like-, like at the same time, you are the only woman that he's seen completely naked. So <laughs> yeah. might be a factor. That <laughs> That's pretty thing. funny. It as well. I didn't think about that. That's pretty funny. That's a I good know. point. We, we went wholesome. Like, oh, clearly she's staying because he appreciates that she can take a joke and that like the other women are kind of giving her shit. No pun intended. That they're giving her shit. <laughs> and like, she's kind of like, you know, she keeps going. Shit happened. Like, it's like her new like catchphrase. <laughs> like through the show she keeps going shit happens am i right like you know whatever so wire is eliminated wire you know he calls her out first and she does her little like namaste like she was cool about being eliminated though she got her hands and bow and it felt like like, damn i'm so dehydrated from all that fucking ecstasy i know (laughs) the one that was like oh well i mean it's just like we're too similar, you know, and you can't have too much of the same. Girl, shut the fuck up and go home. I mean, like, wasn't- <laughs> you are weird. Right. You are weird. I mean, and you had to go. I that mean- weird, creepy stalker, Chucky shit that you did. <laughs> you had to go. You oh are definitely God. the type that he will wake up in the middle of the night and you standing over him with a knife. Like, you had to go. I mean, do, like, I overalls. Think- do I think that she's right? I about- got my hair right after I got a cut and and flattened. I do I, want to see the new movie, though. I, yeah. I think that she, like, is right about him not necessarily having a woman. Like, he probably needs a more low-key woman because if there was a woman equally as extra as him, that he would be threatened by it. Yeah. But also, you're fucking weird. Like I was going like, to say, I think I don't think she has an accurate representation of the energy that she gives. 
because yes. you are not the life of the party, sweetie. Right. You are you are the craft. Like everybody is looking <laughs> at you like, what is gonna happen? That's not the same thing. Not at all the same. Then Spunky is like, was it something I said? I would have shitted if I had to. That could have been another and line. All I thought that was lost fucking their, great. No pun intended, lost their shit laughing at that. It was he funny. He says that Flav let her go because she was acting too, she was too real. I hate when they fucking say that when they get eliminated. And sometimes that's true. You know, the women who get eliminated for kind of falling back and like being there more like, you know, approaching dating the way they would in the real world, which is like, I'm going to take some time to get to know you before I let you stick your tongue down my throat. Yeah. You know, like those the way women, the real world works. Right. Those women, when they say I was eliminated for being real like that, I agree with this was like you were eliminated for being full of shit and terrible. For being the worst things about all the other villains of the series up until this point. Good. Good riddance. Well, she also says at this point that he, she's like, he picked a beauty queen over me, which I was curious who she was talking about, Ooh, which made me. It's think, gotta be crazy. No, I Tiger? think that she meant beautiful. Oh, okay. Beautiful also yeah, gives me possible. pageant girl vibes. Yeah, that's true. I forgot if she said that she actually was, but I feel like she gives me pageant girl vibes. And like, cause remember like this kind of corresponds with her list where she was like, he picked the beauty queen over me, the girl, the girls that want to have sex with other girls. Um, one thing I noticed that as much as I fucking hate her, I did develop a little bit of sympathy in this moment because usually when these women are talking about being eliminated they'll say i don't want to get sent home she keeps saying she doesn't want to go home i don't know maybe i'm just huh. reading into that a little too much that i kind of felt like i'm like what's going on at home yeah that you're like crying at the thought of going back there no it's a deep thought it's no more know. easy money I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. I just yeah, got, that like, pretty much summed it up. I don't know. I kind of feel like I just made it sad. Curtis to the rescue on that one. It's like, oh, think of this. He's like, nah, it's easy, but it's like, ah, shit, that's right. I mean, I mean it's no I, more I'm easy actually... money, and your your potential for an extended fifteen minutes of fame is blown out. Like, yeah. I'm very curious about how much these women got paid, if at all. I mean, they probably got paid in buckets of KFC, but still, mm. <laughs> they got paid in exposure. <laughs> it got paid in gravy, but you right. Oh, <laughs> KFC gravy grows. Um, yo, have you not seen South Park? That KFC gravy is like money. Yeah, let's talk uh, a cartoon. Get out of here. Those KFC. All right, anyone out there? Those KFC bowls they have. I do like those. Yo, yeah, the bowls are good. The bowls Ooh. are good. The bowls are good. I but when you, you get that. mashed potatoes as a side and they give you that thing of gravy, keep it. Yeah, I, just, I feel like keep, they get the, those two gravies are different. Like they're not pulling from the same place. No, right? how, how does that work? How does it, what kind of sorcery is that shit? That's funny. How does the gravy taste different? Oh my um, god! And the final thing is, we are back to pouring champagne on yes. the carpet. That always fucking yes. pisses me off. Uh, well, we have a fun little credits moment. This was fucking weird. Well, Curtis, do you watch Hulu or Tubi? You went Hulu? He, he said Tubi. Oh, Tubi. that's right. You were Tubi. So you saw the credit scene with Flav on the gondola yelling at the people on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, I thought that was great. I thought it was funny as hell. The people start yelling out, Flav, Flav. He's like, you know it. He's like screaming back at him. He's so fucking annoying. I heard you. Over there. Who's over there? He's like on the other side of the street. I thought it was great. Fucking goblin person. So, Yeah. 
that is basically yes. that is the episode. Now, our our question for our guests yes. at the end of every episode: Do you think Flav made the right choice, or who would you have swapped out potentially instead? Oh, he absolutely made the right choice. Send the racist home and send the American <laughs> girl home. Go right. pack your things, get your purse. And hightail it up out of here. He absolutely get the fuck right out. Right. If anything, I feel like he could have. I, mean, I, I was surprised that he only he probably could have eliminated a few more. But that's what I'm saying is like yeah. I'm kind of surprised because at this point in the season, I think he eliminated. He was still eliminating four women. It was yeah. Well, this is the producers. This is where it's like, wow, season one was such a success. We're going to go a couple extra episodes. That's true. They do give them an extra episode. I forgot. You have to. Mm-hmm. It's too damn entertaining. Yeah. So only two women went home. So that was interesting. I just what a fucking what I am a so excited for the rest of this fucking season. I know. I'm like I, I'm like excited. I completely forget terrified. what happens. Like I didn't yell nearly as much as I thought I would, but I was yes. still really annoyed. That's why I'm jealous of Curtis. He gets to go in this with a fresh mind. I've never seen it. Oh man, eyes. this is such great television. Now now the real question is, will you continue <laughs> this journey <laughs> into Flavor of Love? Yeah. I want to see what else happens. I may even go back and watch the first. I'm definitely going to go back and watch the first season. Oh, definitely. I feel like should. my life will be enriched even more because now <laughs> I'll understand the rest of the context behind all of the New York stuff that I've always seen. Like, you know, you see the, the videos and everything. I've seen her be funny and everything, but to get. It's All funny. It's context. it's even better in context because the women are so ill prepared yeah. for the fucking gems that she hurls at them. Yes, like just completely unprepared. Like just the like the whole like you should have just like we're I'm still laughing about that. You should have just sat there and ate your food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like it's and it's because it's such a good comeback and like how timeless all of this stuff is like all you need is somebody to act a fucking fool on twitter for all of the new york gifs to now, be relevant again have yep. you have you watched any of the other even if it's a spinoff kind of have you watched any of like out of new york uh charm school no uh, even, I didn't even before into, the surreal life any of those i didn't honestly i didn't really get into reality tv at all until uh I started doing Ratchet Ramblings. Oh wow! Okay, cool. Oh wow! So you're like outside of like I think of back, outside of like a you know back in the day I watched the Real World and right. Road Rules every now and then and some yeah. of those challenges. But as far as this type of reality TV, yeah, I didn't really get into it until Ratchet Ramblings. So that's I I'm, I'm a newbie all around because it's only been about oh, wow. two years. That I've really stuff here and there. Like I had seen episodes of Real Housewives of Atlanta here and there, but I've Mm -hmm. never really sat down and Mm -hmm. watched a whole season of anything and really knew what was going on. Most of my knowledge would be just from seeing longer clips of video on Twitter or Instagram when people use them as reactions. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Oh, New York is such a fucking icon. You got so many great things to watch. Oh, New York is so great. And because, like, you know, with her own spinoff, too, like, she brings a bunch of dudes up in there that are fucking disasters. But, like, you haven't seen her, like, fucking awful mother yet. Oh, that's right. I was just going to say, he doesn't know Sister Patterson. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh, the legend. I'm so excited to watch you go through this journey on Twitter. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot if I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but... uh, I was like watching Curtis live tweet season the the premiere of season two, and just being like, 
She she booed on the floor. <laughs> like she, <laughs> she girl, you booed on the floor in front of everybody, in front of cameras. In front of so <laughs> like, at, like she wouldn't even she didn't even like go into a corner or anything. She stood in the back of the group and boo-booed in the foyer. Girl, are you crazy? <laughs> Why would you do that? I literally th- oh now God. picturing it like a fucking like a clue, like the game Clue, where it's like, oh my God, it was like, something in the fucking foyer with, with the doo doo, with a boo boo. Oh my God, Yuck. that's oh wonderful. My God, so disgusting. What a. I was gonna incredible. say we started talking about shit, we ended talking about right? shit. It's all a cycle. All comes back. A lot of poop. to shit. So yeah, this is this is your time. Like, go off on your pluggables. So you can find me on my mini podcast ventures, my solo show, Gay Side Stories, which is an LGBT centric show. My reality recap show that I do with my friends Candace and Jeremy called Ratchet Ramblings, mm-hmm. and all of those shows are presented by the podcast network that i started with my friend candace called flawless noises media and we have shows on there besides the ones that i just mentioned we have a patreon with even more bonus content that is different from what we offer for free and you can find all of that stuff easily flawlessnoises.com and you can follow flawless noises is at flawless noises on all social media gay side stories is at gay side stories on all social media and Ratchet Ramblings is Ratchet Ramblings with an S on Instagram and Facebook and without the S on Twitter because Twitter's a hater and only gives you so many characters. I know. <laughs> That's really fucking annoying. Where could the people find you specifically? Oh, and for my personal, I, I forget about that. There's so much stuff. To <laughs> so thank you for circling around yes. on that. Uh, I go by Trillificent on Instagram and Twitter. So you are free to follow me. You honestly never know what I'm going to post because I'd be high. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to put that out there. I live in a state where it's legal, so... Why you just never that? know what you're gonna get. Life is like a box of terrible tweets. <laughs> <laughs> just get ready nice. for a lot of New York memes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Oh yeah, I'm excited to actually. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna go back and watch season one before I continue with season two. Yes. And then I mean, we'll you did ask me. You were like, "Will I be able to get it without context?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, you'll be fine." And then I'm kind of watching it, and I'm like, "Oh, you might actually need some." Well, like- no, I don't think I need the context because I get the premise, you know, of right, the well, whole I mean, dating show. But you know, I just want to go back and watch for New York specifically. Like, I want to see. Uh, I don't know the names yet, but whichever one tried to microwave that damn chicken. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, I want to see the full God. context. Like, I've watched the extended scene, but I just want to see it in the context of the whole episode. You know and what I'm I mean? I'm sure you've seen the scene because it was just now circulating as like an one of those ASMR videos where she's like, you're just jealous of me because I look like Beyonce. Yes. Yes. I just like I just feel like seeing it buried in the episode is going to be so much more epic than just seeing the individual part pulled out on Twitter. It is. It's so much better because like it's because that's the thing. Like there are a couple characters like a couple like, you know, the New Yorks and the hotties that are like signature kind of people. But it's like seeing them interact with kind of more down to earth regular people and mm-hmm. like who are not prepared for the fucking like i said like with the for the gems like it's it, 
it makes it so much better. And if you want the cursing and stuff, uh, I don't know if they have every episode, but they do have a bunch of them. Yeah, on season YouTube. one there is no cursing on Tubi. I yeah, don't know what you'll that's notice about. it. It'll say it's like an hour and twenty minutes or whatever, but it's really the first like forty five minutes is the episode, and then for whatever reason they show the first like fifteen to twenty again. Uh, but season one of Tubi is pretty much the same as Hulu. Uh, yeah, there's no cursing and stuff, so you got to check out YouTube. But I don't, yeah, I don't understand why they made the change on Tubi for season two to just throw in cursing. But I mean, I'm all for it. I fucking love it. Here for it. Anyway, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for Ooh. having me. I had a blast. Oh my yeah, god, so lovely to have you. You were. I'm so excited that you haven't seen these, and now oh you're like god. really going into I know. it. It's awesome. This is be so fun <laughs> to live vicariously through your fresh eyes. Uh. For us, uh, you can find Rewind the Love at Rewind the Love Podcast on Facebook, at Rewind Love Pod on Twitter and Instagram, as you mentioned, because they have the fucking character limits like after <laughs> yes. uh, Twitter does. Uh, you can find me at Sonia Marie Says. You can find me at Mr. Feeney 519. Uh, but yeah, you know what time it is. Curtis, you know you always get a clock from us. Let's get it. There you go. <laughs> Once again, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, you know, honestly, we're continuing season two. This season's going to be incredible. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Go on five stars. Please spread the word. Retweet, quote tweet. Have fun with it. Uh, now you're just now you just sound like an old person. Like, dude, the social media. I'm like that grand. Yeah, I'm pretty much like the grandpa. Hello, even, fellow kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. What's this technology thing? God, that sounded stupid. But yeah, no, but honestly, everyone, yeah, please give a follow. You know, you heard Curtis's books. Give everyone a follow. Everyone, please, yes. Rate, review, subscribe, five stars. Spread the word. And we'll see you next week. Damn right. Bye. Bye-bye.